0: I think they sliced the hoagies off. WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial five six seven zero five six two. Are you hearing Day me or what? Broward. In other counties, call toll free 877 785 or pound 560 what? on your at and and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his colleagues do not represent those of WQAM no. management staff you hear or me? sponsors. Yeah, here now, the Neil Rogers Show. We got problems, man. We WQAM. got in these
1: new studios. Nothing negative, bro. M O N T A Y S
0: U T K to take your daughters to see the new Jonas Brothers movie. Oh, my God, the Jonas Brothers! You need the Jonas Brothers movie survival kit. Each survival kit comes with a sleep mask so you don't have to watch, earplugs so you don't have to hear, and a cyanide capsule just in case the mask and plugs don't work. Oh,
2: my God, the Jonas Brothers!
0: The Jonas Brothers movie survival kit. You can make it. The film is only 76 minutes long. Oh, my God, the Jonas
2: Brothers! Give me
0: those earplugs! Oh, my God, the Jonas Brothers! And the cyanide! Oh, my God!
1: The Jonas Brothers 3D Concert Experience Survival Kit. It's too
2: late for me. Save yourselves, you
1: fairy. Well, here we are in the brand new studios. At least you are. (laughs) Yeah. Not. 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 Sort of. Well, seriously, did they do an operation on Joe Rose or what? Is this the same Joe that when I first came to this station 11 and a half years ago was screaming and yelling and carrying on and bitching about the format in too many spots and he's just kissing their ass this morning like like a wild child? A little bit, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these are the greatest studios. And these are... They've got one line working, one phone line. Our studio isn't even ready yet. I come in here this morning at 8.30, like usual, mm-hmm. and here's a message from Flea. It says, Neil, the Neil Rogers studio is not ready yet. The line is fine, but the studio is incomplete, so I'll have to do the show from the producer's studio today and maybe tomorrow. That means we will not be able to communicate down the line like normal. I will find a working fax machine to send out today's log. That worked out really well. took three different machines before I found a fax machine that worked. Can you give me the fax number since the old fax machine isn't hooked up and I was using the speed dial? (laughs) I'll be running around the building, but we'll have my phone with me, so just call or text me if you need anything. I'll be in the studio with Greg and Zach around 9.45 a.m. Yeah. Well, nice job in finding a fax machine that finally works so I can get a log in my copy and stuff. Yeah, that was a mission. And why is that? I don't know. Nothing Nothing negative now. Nothing seemed to work. These are the greatest studios since sliced bread, man. That's what Joe Rose was saying. Good God. What happened to him? Who, Joe? Yeah, he's a shill. I'm well, glad you said it, not me. I guess he saw what happened to George. He don't want to be next, right? Well, he's already had some bad experience there. With, when they, when Greg Reed kept uh, postponing meetings and lying through his teeth to him, that was in a previous Joe Rose incarnation on QAM. And then all of a sudden, guess what? You're gone, Joe. We got the Howard Sperm Show coming on. Wait, somebody in radio was lying? Yes. That's crazy. Liars are us. That's that's the uh, big sign they put out in front of the new uh, studio. Liars are us. Wow. Oh, so let me give you the uh, itinerary of my bonus check. Which thanks for your attempted at help on Friday or Thursday, whatever day it was. I don't know what day was it. I think it was Friday. Wait, wait till you hear. This is from the tracking on UPS. And first of all, why did it go out UPS? I don't want to start out negative and bitching and moaning because Joe said nothing negative, but. It still ain't here. It still ain't there. It started in Hialeah on Thursday. Origin scan, then departure scan, then arrived in Lauderhill on Friday early in the morning, 1:52 in the morning. Out for delivery 5:10 a.m., never got delivered and then wound up in their hub at Louisville, Kentucky. What? Yeah. Out for delivery Friday morning, 5.10 a.m. And the next thing shows on here, Louisville, Kentucky, Saturday, 5.50 a.m., departure scan. Left Louisville and wind up in Miami, 8.22, Saturday morning. Departure scan, 8.53 a.m. Saturday. And, of course, unless you specifically request Saturday delivery, they don't deliver on Saturday. So arrival in Lauderhill, 9.38 Saturday morning. And now it's out for delivery again. Hopefully it won't be delivered to Louisville, Kentucky again. Yeah, that's crazy. 6.35 this morning, out for delivery in Lauderhill. Which they still haven't delivered it yet. Oh, my God. What, what, what kind of nonsense is going on in that place? It's kind of crazy right now, that's for sure. Is it really? And, and where are you uh, physically located now? I am in the uh, producer's studio. What does that mean? That's where Zach and Greg and, uh, you know, Curtis and the other 15 work. people that work on Joe's show. How come we only got you and me on this show and everybody else has gotten blown out? I don't know. But it requires, just like the old days, it requires like 10 people to do that show. I don't I don't get it. The sports shows require a whole bunch of people to do it, but on this show, it's just you and me. Wait till you read the first email. Oh, my God. Well, yours, I guess, was the first that I read. And then we went through that procedure, and I do mean procedure to get you to find a fax machine that worked. What was wrong with the other two, with the first two you tried? I have no idea, but it wasn't going through, that's for sure. No, it was not going through. That is for damn sure. You have no idea how exciting it was when I heard bzzz", when I heard that uh, grinding, you know, when the fax machine starts pumping crap out. That was about 9.43. Right. I think I started faxing stuff at like 9, or attempting to anyways. Nothing negative now. That's what Joe Rose said. He said George Corso had uh, built us the most magnificent studios and everything is wonderful, even though they had only one functioning phone line and then two of the fax machines don't work. You and fairy. Whoa. What? I don't know. I just accidentally hit something. Sorry. What was that? That was you fairy. That's the uh, 360. You fairy. Oh. Yeah. You fairy. Oh, I see. Thanks. Sorry about that. That's okay. Don't be sorry. At least you got the 360 in there. What else have you got in there? Um that's about it really. We got the uh the ability to play commercials and I think maybe take phone calls. If you, you want You think I'm taking phone calls today, no, you must be I you
3: wouldn't. must be
1: I would not take phone calls today. No. Well why not?
3: Well, first of all, there's about a fifty fifty chance that I would actually get it on the air. Oh, I see.
1: <laughs> and second of all I'm your friend. No, I'm I have not in any hurry to try the experiment with the phone calls. No. So on Friday afternoon, when I was bitching about my talent check not showing up, my bonus check, whatever the hell it is, um, 2 o'clock, I get a text message from Joe Bell, no less. Mm-hmm. It was sent, it just not delivered. It was, And then then I got a series of messages from him about have a nice weekend, and sorry that you're having to take all this crap about George getting fired. It's not your fault. No, it's your fault, Joe. Not my fault. And have a nice weekend, and yada, yada, yada. What, what was that all about? I don't know, but they gave you the old checks in the mail routine, huh? It is in the mail. Yeah, I know. It just hasn't been delivered yet. In fact, what I'm doing is I'm staying on the tracking page for UPS. Why was it sent UPS, of all things? If it was sent FedEx or Courier, it would have been there the same day, Mm -hmm. Thursday. But no, it's sent UPS. Uh, Out for delivery, that's the latest. 6.35 this morning. So in theory, you should get it today. No, not in theory. I should get it today. I damn well better get it today or they're going to have to, like, cancel that check and send another one courier over to my uh, P.O. box place and stop screwing around. Stop with all the stonewalling. That's the response. I'll let you know by 2 o'clock if it shows up on there, whether it says delivered. Okay. You know how that works. On the tracking, it'll say delivered. You know what that means? That means delivered. It's in somebody's hand. It's not on the way to Louisville again. Ah. From Hialeah to Lauderhill to Louisville to Miami, back to Lauderhill. UPS. I always liked FedEx the best. FedEx is great. UPS. I I don't know. I always liked UPS, too, up until this episode. We just can't seem to get anything done right lately. All of a sudden, everything is just falling apart, coming unglued at QAM. Hmm. Unglued. Now, wouldn't you have thought that our studio would be ready? I thought thought, uh, you or somebody told me it was all set to go. It was nice and great and... Well, the line was ready. That's the line is ready. I mean, yeah. you know, you can hear me and I can hear you, and it sounds fine, you know? In fact, yesterday when I came in here, when you sent me that text, mm-hmm. it was nice and loud and it was clear, it was it was crisp. And I got a spy report that even on the air we sound a little bit better than we did before from the old building. I don't know why that would be, but... New equipment, maybe. New equipment? Is that it? Yeah, we got a brand new, shiny, like stainless steel digital board. It's really nice. Woo! I know. And we're going through that now? Yeah. Yeah. The sounds of our voices are going through that right now as I speak? Correct. Heavy duty. Here's an email from the fake Harry Potter, which I thought Harry Potter was a friend of mine. He used to be on MySpace, the original one who called himself Harry Potter, but I don't know. Here's my take on the latest events. Wait till you hear this. This one will just floor you. This one makes the one from George's Mama and that Patricia bitch Thursday and Friday pale into insignificance. Here's my take on the latest events, says the fake Harry. I could sense two months ago that George was on the ropes and he knew it. He sucked up to you like never before. What what is this man on? What kind of drugs is this guy doing? Not sure. It was disgusting how you bragged it was your call who produced your show, and I guess George bought it and figured all he had to do was suck up to you. I think he realized how the show was in decline as it is and was. Your mix of put-downs and no BS reporting and commentary has evolved into the lowest common denominator, all put-down with little else. All put-down. That's right. Nothing negative about these studios now. That's Joe Rose's orders. No. What did you say, Joe, is he's a a suckhole? Is that what you said? A shill. A shill. I think you said suckhole. Okay. Okay. The biggest problem for me, says Harry, was the repetitiveness of the spots. They are less than 50% commercials. I wonder if management thinks by playing the same public service announcements and the same promos for your station over and over several times a day, day after day, week after week, month after month is good for business. Maybe he's listening online, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he must be. He says, I'd rather listen to nothing at all. In fact, I got XM radio. I listen to CNBC some. They do the same things over and over again with the same commercials. When I can't take it anymore, I try Bloomberg and then C-SPAN. Talk about all put-down, little else. Nothing but negativity in here, fake Harry. Funny how on XM they do a lot of their own promoting, too. So several times an hour, I hear a bit about Howard Stern, Bubba the Love Sponge, and your old buddy Scott Farrell. How's that for irony? The lowest dreg on the planet's name gets force-fed to me daily. Tell George if Scott Farrell can survive after QM, so can he. The lowest dreg on the planet's name gets force fed in other words somebody's holding a gun to hear his head making him listen to scott farrell this this is sad yeah and wait till you hear this it was kind of sickening how you put down flea while george was in his last days while it was obvious you were excited about the change what do you think i was excited about the change absolutely not i like flea fine and especially like the part where he knows he's working for the station and not for you He's gone overboard to show you respect and treat you like the boss, yet when you really get to busting his balls, he draws the line as if to say, buzz off, which George could never do. <laughs> this is, these are the ramblings of a lunatic, of yeah. a crazy person. I'm off to Cleveland tomorrow for another golf event I know you'll be watching. No, I will not. Maybe too much golf. Maybe too much whacking the uh, golf balls or some, somebody's balls. Maybe that's the problem, Harry. You've lost it. This is a guy who used to be, if it's the same guy... I can't imagine there being another fake Harry Potter. Used to be, like, uh, you know, friendly and supportive and a good guy on uh, MySpace. But MySpace has vanished. Mm -hmm. I did get one MySpace on there from uh, some goofball lamenting the George situation. I didn't get any update from George this morning. Have you? No. I mean, almost every word in this thing that I just read is just caca. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But I'm going to try to stop putting you down. And, you know, nothing negative about the fact that our studio isn't ready yet and the fax machines don't work and et cetera. And that my uh, bonus check is still in the mail somewhere in transit. UPS, no less. Other than that, everything's great. Well, I mean, that's not the end of the world. I'm not, it's not like I'm starving to death without that check. But it's just, you know, it's way past due in the first place. And secondly, there's a right way to do things, which we've been doing for years. And then there's their, the Joe Bell way, the new regime. But nothing negative, though, because George Corso has built us these great state-of-the-art studios, and maybe tomorrow you'll be in one. You think? Mm, doubt it. You doubt it? I don't think we'll be in a new studio tomorrow. Well, what what is it that's lacking in there? Uh, microphones, computers. That's about it, I guess.
3: Well, why is that? I don't know. For some reason, they put that... That studio was supposed to be ready first, and
1: for some reason, they put that on hold, I guess, to work on this studio that I'm in today. Oh, well, waiting to see if I would walk out when they fired George? Yeah, maybe. 1013 at 560 WQM. I don't have the schedule, so I can't give... Uh, I don't know what it is. Now, are you still anywhere near where that fax machine that works is or not? No, but I can always uh, go down there and try again. Because the schedule... I don't know. I guess you didn't send it or you don't have it or whatever. Maybe oh. Clarence is still diddling with it. Yeah, you know what? We had it, and when it didn't go through, I think they left it on the fax machine. So I'll grab it and send it. Okay, no no emergency. I think we have a pretty good idea what it's going to be. Although here, you never know for sure.
4: Rogers. Well, here we go again.
1: On South Florida Sports Report. ...later, 560-Q-A-M. No portion of the... ...20 UPS program. was the best. That thing's been delivered, baby. 9.59
4: a.m. <gasps>
5: are you excited or what?
1: Oh, yeah. I sure am.
5: No oh, good. And now, a royal flush. Princess Di, are you in there?
2: Yes. Could you bring Princess some more tissue? Yeah, okay, bitch.
1: 1018 at 560 wqam i guess i got a bad memory what Well, those weren't farts no they were a little more rock solid something i don't know more substantive sure so here's a report from george i guess george is going to email us thank goodness every day okay and you people that are saying, oh, have George call in on the phone as a guest every day. What, what is wrong with some of you people? Really? I mean, uh, in times of duress and stress, then you find out who the real crazy people are. And there's so many of them in so little time. Take that kid there at Notre Dame and just jam him in, uh, in, in the river somewhere. What, what's the river in South Bend? Is there a river? There must be some body of water. I have no idea. No, you never been to South Bend? I've never been to I've been there. Indiana, I don't think, ever. Really? Well, let me tell you about my um, house and in how Indiana that I rented. A house. Wow. George says, not, new, not much new to tell. Waiting for a couple of callbacks from prospective employers and sponsors. File for unemployment on Friday. Every bit as quick and easy as everyone said it would be, and they do direct deposit. Just like my Social Security. Nice going, George. Still getting lots of sympathy emails, which are nice, but I hope... I get more we want to sponsor you emails. Got some, but would like more. Got Eric working on a website for me. We'll let you know when there's something on there. In the meantime, I'll be at this address. The one that you, George at neilrogers.com. Thanks again, George. Thanks, George. I mean, hang in there, George. He doesn't sound like all depressed and bummed out. No, not at all. Is that exciting or what? Tracking my shipment, it said delivered 9.59 a.m. in Plantation, Florida. How is it possible? First of all, let me ask you this. Why would anybody in their right mind, and again, I use that expression, right mind, liberally, why would somebody send it next day air? I don't think there's a whole lot of flights from Hialeah to Plantation every day. Next day air. Wait, the check was going to Plantation? Yes. Then why did it? Not here. No, my, my stuff goes down there. Then why did it go to Louisville? You're asking me? That that's one of the hubs. That's one of the UPS hubs. Wow. You're you're asking me to explain to you the Dow's up 123 points. Let's hear it. Ow! And my bonus check is in the uh, mail. Ow! It's in there. It's in the place. It's been delivered. And uh, and the line here works nice and clear. Clear. And one of our chronic complainers on there. Oh the uh, the oh the Phantom Informer. Yeah the uh, the uh, thing is acting up. He says. The streaming. It is not acting up. If it was acting up, we'd have a whole bunch of people, Brandon and a whole bunch of other people who even listen locally online, would be screaming and bitching and moaning. There's nothing wrong with the stream. Quit making trouble, okay? we got more professional troublemakers. This is one of the main reasons I don't want any part of living in South Florida. No mo, No mo. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to be there. I was just there for a couple days. Twice in the last two months, I was there. A few days here, a couple days there. That's enough. That's more than enough to get the lay of the land. Lawrence, who's just, uh, again, I think some of you people are coming unglued. Is QAM continuing to run spots with George? Last Friday, I heard a couple starting out. This is George Rodriguez of the Neil Rogers Show. If you heard them, then obviously they are, Lawrence, yes. Jesus, God Almighty. Can you relate to these people? No. I had a pretty decent weekend. I mean, nothing spectacular. I had a winning day at Woodbine on Saturday and a bad losing day yesterday. Lost my ass yesterday, but that's the way it goes. It's called gambling for that reason. But I had a decent weekend. Nothing exciting. Damn Blackhawks stunk the joint out against the Red Wings yesterday, but, you know, big deal. Yeah, that was bad. Life goes on. Huh? That was bad. They gave up, what, three goals in the third period? They lost 5-2. to They stunk. Nikolai Unhabibulin. Oh, the uh, fake Tom Jick is back again. First, he's got two of them. Since George is gone, any thoughts about bringing Stanley T. Major in the studio for a visit? Absolutely not. No. Why? Why? Why would I bring Stan Major in? What's that got to do with George getting fired? What? What does one have to do with the other? Oy. And why? And why would I bring Stan Major in? The overwhelming majority of the people listening to the show right now don't even know who the hell that is. Am I right? Yes. He has basically been off the air in this market, or I don't know, maybe he's still on overnight. I don't know, so somewhere. I don't even know. Or do I care? Jika also says the George firing was mentioned, my, the big old Friday afternoon at 2 p.m. True. What did he say? He said that George will be missed. He had good things to say. said he loved the bridge tender bit. I, I, I heard with one here, I think he means ear, Geldie mentioned George over the weekend. Geldie mentioned George? Ow! Wow. What did you say? I uh, didn't hear it. Why not? Well, we'll get a spy report. Oh, I got a spy report, though. Uh, apparently, uh, I offended uh, Sid
3: Rosenberg by saying, show me some numbers. Because mm-hmm. I guess he texted over to, uh, to somebody over here and said, uh, what do I have to prove to this guy? Flea? I don't have to prove anything. I'm like, no, you don't have to prove anything. Just no, you don't numbers. have to
1: prove it. We know you suck, okay? You're a failure and a loser and a piece of crap. The definitive radio drifter. Then he tried to be my friend on Facebook, and I hit ignore you're on Facebook as well as Twitter? Yeah, I don't do Twitter that much. Most, mainly oh. Facebook. He tried to be your friend? Yeah. Yeah, he sent me a MySpace a long time ago. Yeah. And with one word, it said... Gay. That was it. Gay. That was it. I, I just ignored it. Nice. I don't understand the people on this station sucking up with some of those losers over there. I don't get it. But to each his own. You know, it's your life. You do whatever you want. Taker Park out there on the West Coast says, maybe you can help me out here. My father's aunt is celebrating 75 years as a felician nun this week. Oh, I saw a great movie last night. I almost forgot to talk about it. I saw two movies over the weekend, one that I've seen before called Birth, which really sucks with, uh, what's her name, Nicole Kidman.
3: Mm.
1: Have you seen that? No. About the little kid who claims to be the reincarnation of her dead husband? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, he's a 10-year-old kid. And then uh, last night I watched on my pay-per-view thing, Doubt, with Nicholas... Uh, with the uh, Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman Schwartz uh, Lipschitz. Yeah, he's good. And Meryl Streep, which ordinarily I don't like Meryl Streep at all, but she was sensational in this movie. It was a good movie. Hmm. You see it, doubt? No. Anyway, getting back to this from Taker. My father's aunt is celebrating 75 years as a Felicia nun this week. I have no idea what to write in the card beyond congratulations. Is there anything you would suggest? Have a nice day. 75 years, she must be an old bag. Well, how about uh, Be Well? Right? What else would you write? I don't know. My father's aunt. I, I don't know. I mean, you know me. I'm so antisocial, I wouldn't write anything. So that would be his great aunt? It would? I think so. Your father's aunt would be your great aunt, I would think. It would be her, take her great aunt. This is a lady. A lady. I, I don't understand what's happened to Joe Rose. He's lost his feistiness now. He's just, what did you say he was, a uh, suckhole? Yeah, something like that. Wow, I can't believe you said that. I mean, I like Joe just fine, and I wish him all the best, and he's a good leader, and yada, yada, yada. Although I don't think he ever mentioned anything about George, did he? No, I don't think so. Well, why not? I don't know. I mean, if, uh, what's-his-name got canned? Fat uh, Zach got canned or something, we'd sure talk about it at length. Although he won't because uh, he's on a sports show, you know. Right. Sports shows need a lot of people on there for support. 1026 at 560
4: WQA. Oh, Neil. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports, sports, sports Later, 560 QAM. Yeah. N O N D A.
1: Thirty-one at 560 WQAM. Uh, I guess I got the big O at 2, right? Yes. I don't have the schedule. Man, miss, uh, Mr. Manwich at 4. Yep. And then after that, nobody listens anyway, so what's the point? I asked Clarence to send you the uh, schedule. Oh, thank you so much. I'm sure he'll be right on it. Yeah, he's right on top of it. I can see him right Not now. Isn't that exciting that the uh, shipment finally arrived from um, Hialeah to Plantation? Only they four could days. Have walked. It was sent out Thursday night at, let's see... p.m. is when the origin scan in Hialeah. They could have walked from Hialeah to Plantation faster than UPS got it to the uh, mailbox joint. Yep. Well, what's that all about? Oh, no, that's crazy. Probably they put a special note on there. For aggravation's sake, just uh, Stonewall, stall it. Send it around the country. Send it on a magical mystery tour. The Dow's up 150 points. Wow. And John says, absolutely nothing wrong with the streaming. Thank you, John. He's the one who cared enough. To let me know that the phantom informer, who's not even the real phantom informer, is full of crap. See, once you send me an email that's full of crap, that that, sh- that casts doubt on everything else that you send. Am I right? Yes. It's like when somebody lies to you one time, like in this business. If they lie to you once, that means they'll lie to you all they want. Right. Here's the result of the poll from Friday. What's your take on George getting fired? We had 1,666 votes. 1,666. I'm pissed off, 735. I'm not happy about it, 359. Joe Bell is the Antichrist, El Antichristo, 255. Good riddance, 160. I don't care, 157. Here's the new poll that's up there right now, with one mistake in it, by the way. Sorry, Charlie B. Charlie B. sent a whole bunch of new polls, including the one he keeps insisting on sending, which I'm never going to use. What's your favorite condiment? <laughs> That's like one step away from paper or plastic. Right. What's your favorite condiment? Jesus, God, Charlie. But, well, this is not technically not a mistake, but we'll get to it. If I were offered an all-expense-paid vacation to some U.S. spot I'd never visited before, I'd want to visit blank. Hawaii, 143. Hawaii is winning and a good choice, by the way. And I've got an email here from uh, Hawaii. Brad says, your poll is timely. All your listeners who have never been to Hawaii should come right now. No one is here. The beaches are almost deserted. I'll I'll get into his whole email eventually. Hawaii, 143. I've been there six times, but not in many, many, many years. I love Hawaii. Boy, the Pacific Ocean, just fabulous. Mm -hmm. Warm and clean. Crystal queer. Alaska, 67. I have no desire to go there. Do you? No. Alaska. The Grand Canyon, 49. Yosemite, 29. That's what I voted. I've never been to Yosemite National Park. I've been there. It's nice. Is it? What do you see? Geysers? Well, we went during the winter, so you could actually uh, snowmobile through there and go see the geysers. It was really cool. Jews don't snowmobile. Real Jews. Well, that leaves you out. Right. Las Vegas, 28. San Fran, 19. The nation's capital. How come we just couldn't put Washington, D.C.? The nation's capital, 17. New York City 16, the Virgin Islands 15, the Rockies 14, Mississippi River Cruise 12, Martha's Vineyard 12, the Deep South 7. Guess what? You're in the Deep South, most of you. New England 7, Niagara Falls 7. That's the one I would pick a bone with, because there is Niagara Falls, New York, which is the U.S. side of the falls. So, so technically, it is a U.S. spot, but nobody that wants to go to Niagara Falls, if they have half a brain, wants to see the U.S. falls. They want to see the Canadian side. They're Those better. are the real falls. What? They're better. They're bigger and, uh, and no comparison. The the U.S. Falls is like taking uh, two rocks from the backyard and putting it in your bathtub and running water over it. The U.S. Niagara Falls is crap. It's Bush League. The Whitewater Rapids, six. Hollywood, six. The Desert, five. Puerto Rico, five. Boston, five. One of the Great Lakes, four. The Florida Panhandle, three. Forget it. South Florida, three. What does that mean? Oh, these are people who don't live down there. Yeah. Uh, Nashville, two. Central Florida, one. And Philly, one. Central Florida. Now, who the hell would want to go there? Not me. I hate Orlando. Wow. You hate Orlando? Why is that? Uh, It's all strip malls and neon signs, and it's hot in the summer and cold in the winter. You know, one time, years ago, I was in Orlando in the... I mean, I don't know what month it was, but it wasn't like in the dead of winter. And I, I stayed in a motel, came out in the morning, and we had a frost overnight. And the the door to my car was frozen shut. Hmm. I had to really screw around to get the key in the lock and unlock it, the whole deal. It was uh, not, not pleasant. In Orlando, you wouldn't think you'd have your car door frozen shut in Orlando yeah. any time of the year. I don't know when it was. When you hear this email, you're just going to lose your mind. By the way, Eric sent one to George. I don't know why he sent it to me. I guess he sent me a copy of it, or maybe he hit the wrong button. You can go on neilrogers.com on our website, and right there's a, a link to send emails to me or to George. So if you want to send George best wishes or whatever, it's right there. Dow's up 130 point. Oh, great things are happening today. It's going to be a fabulous Monday. Do you believe me? Yes, when are we going to be in that new studio? I'm hoping by Wednesday. Maybe tomorrow, but I doubt it. You said that before. Yeah. Confidence is slim. If Clarence is going to uh, send me the schedule, I don't have it yet. He's, he's doing it right now. Is he? How do you know that? Because he just came and grabbed it from me. He grabbed you? Yeah. And the schedule, too. Here's the one. Here's the email I think that will put you over the edge. Neil. I listen to your show online from the great northeast. Not a place, just the great northeast. Not a city, not a town, not a state. There are always periods when I can't listen, but always take comfort in knowing that when I return, I can pick up with you right where I left off. However, when I tuned in today, and this was sent to me this morning, 1025 a.m., so I don't know what day they're talking about. You bombarded me with tons of new show news. Has George been fired or did he quit? Fired. When did this happen? Wednesday. What archived show or show should I listen to? There are 4,000 questions in this email. Was this a daily beginning of show or end of show topic of discussion? Did George get a chance to say goodbye? Was this drama played out on the air? Who's responsible? I thought you two would both sink or swim together with the loyalty and rapport you both had built up. Has a replacement been selected? Do you have a favorite? Is it one of those guys who have been fillings over the past couple of years? Could it be a female? Does the station have a new direction they want to take that position? How about your show? Is it, this a sign the station wants to change other aspects of the show? Neil, next I hear you talk about a new studio. Is this just for you and your show? I thought your show had a new studio to replace the rat and one when you joined QAM. Does this mean you're back to doing the show from South Florida again? Does the station feel your local show would be more effective if you are down there on a daily basis and more plugged into the pressing issues and emotions of the community? Sorry for everybody else saw the movie, A doubt. So you haven't seen it. No, it looks good though. It's very good. But it's very disturbing in that the name of the movie is perfect because it leaves you in out all the way through. You don't know whether to believe him, the priest, or believe the miserable old bitch nun. The frustrated old bitch. Who was once upon a time married, by the way. Ooh. Is that a little unusual for a nun? Yes. I guess that was before she became a nun. Now, the fact that she lost her husband and then she became a nun, is that is that supposed to be a sign to us that she was a frustrated old bitch? Meryl Streep, she's great in this movie. Fabulous. She's a good actress. I, I never liked her before. In fact, I disliked her intensely. But last night, she, uh, she was just great. She was great in The French Lieutenant. Well, I'll take your word for it. And Philip Seymour Hoffman Schwartz uh, Lipschitz, he's always great. Yeah. Although in this movie, he was very good. But, I mean, he didn't really need to do that much acting. Because her role was far and away the most important one. She was just obnoxious. I mean, talk about hate. And by the end of the movie, she lies. She admits that she lied about setting him up. But never. But the church moved him around anyway. Suspected pedophile, so they move him around. Hmm. How unusual, huh? Eric says to George, I really hope everything works out for you for the better. If you do land a gig on there anyway, please let me know how I could listen to your show. I'll let you know. I'm going to miss you on the show, and especially when you filled in for Neil, did your own show. I'm especially going to miss the times you went after organized religion. Nobody does that better than you, not even Neil. Oh, my. This sucks for us, the fans of the show, but hopefully it'll be the best thing that ever happened for you. Thanks for all the years of entertainment, and please keep in touch. Keep it touch, says. Keep it touch. Eric in West Palm Beach. Well, I'm sure he also sent that to George, aren't you? Yeah. Hopefully. And Hawaii Brad says your pull today is timely. All your listeners who have never been to Hawaii should come right now. No one is here. The beaches are almost deserted. You can have a beautiful piece of white sand beach all to yourselves and in many cases have a shelter with free electricity if you know where to go. There's a place on the north shore of Oahu called Malahikahana something where you can rent a beachfront cabin for just 50 bucks a night. Please come to my beautiful Hawaii and spend lots of money. Aloha, Neil. God bless. Local talk. E- Expert analysis. This
4: is South Florida's Sports leader. 560 QAM. Mio God! All
2: my friends go for tea baggers. Stop tea bagging, they got tea bagging. bagging. Well, the tea baggers have to open wider. Do you not talk with your mouth full? You're making me sick, I'm gonna throw up. Well, I got the tea baggie. What is that in your mouth? Tea bag is a ball
1: roller. Certain things you never expect to come out of a person's mouth. The
2: teabag
0: bag slides onto her molars. Why
1: can't
3: you
0: ever just keep your big
6: mouth shut?
2: I can't keep my mouth shut because I've got such a big mouth. Goes to her knees, yeah. The next thing I remember is having my knees in my ears. The cheap
0: bag has in her teeth, yeah. We have so many teeth.
3: Oh
6: my god!
7: How about I sit on your kinky face for a while while you think about that?
1: 560 WQA, and that schedule is uh, over here. Here it is. Oh. Attaboy, Clarence, you're the best. You believe me? Well, did that sound sincere? Kind of, a little bit. Let's see. We got the big O at 2, Mad Dog at 4, Dolphin tonight at 7, and DA 8 to 11. Kind of a pristine schedule. No games, Mm-mm. no ball games, no give me the ball, give me the ball. How come they're so dolphin intensive in the middle of May? I don't understand it. Can you explain that to me? I have no idea. Is that because uh, Joe is a suck-up now, as you said, suck-hole? It's a wall of football. Oh, I forgot about the wall of football. That's right, even though it's the middle of May. There's no football, but we got a wall. I wish we had a wall. I wish we had our studio working. That'd be nice. Or A.C. in the studio, because I'm dying in here. Really? Oh, I'm about ready to pass out. There's no A.C. in here. I turned the lights down as much as I could. All right. Maybe they're trying to fry the flea. Yeah, so if you hear a thud, that's me passing out on the floor. Well, that's not good. So, in other words, see, you're complaining. I heard Joe Rose give instructions this morning. Oh, this new studio is fabulous. It's going to be sensational. No complaints. No, I don't want to hear any complaints. Yeah, you know what? The studio he's in is air-conditioned. Yeah, and it's finished, And, and it's working, except for the fact only one phone line is working. Right. Gordon says, Doubt sounds like a good movie. I wish, though, you hadn't revealed the ending. Yeah, I got a little carried away there, I guess. Did I reveal the ending? A little bit. a little bit. When? What? When? I I haven't heard from anybody who has seen it, though, actually, yet. I don't know why. Haven't had an email from anybody who saw it. Anyway, speaking of doubt, there's doubt about the streaming. Ron says, Yes, there are sporadic problems with your feed. Not too bad, but it's there. And Joe Rose sucks, okay, he says. (laughs) Jeff says, Neil, there does seem to be something wrong with the streaming. It's dropped out a few times, and I was replaying a part that just came across. But Brandon comes through for us, as usual. He says they are tinkering with the stream. While it hasn't gone out completely, it'll stop for a second or two and come back. And it seems that they're trying to adjust the quality because it's gone up and down a couple of times now. Nothing too major. Mm-hmm. As in, staying major. It was dropping out this morning, but I thought that might be my computer. Really? Well, maybe they're tinkering with it. Maybe yeah. they're poking around with it. They must be. Because this is obviously, this whole new studio down there is a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And no, it doesn't mean I'm going to be coming down there and doing any shows, because that isn't going to happen, nor do we really have the ability for that to happen anyway. Because the new studio, once it's finished, is for one person. It's the flea studio. Yeah. Right? Yep, for one small person, because it's tiny. Oh, here's one from Norma Kant, just waking up. What's going on today? Call my secretary if you need anything. I'll be in court all day. Norm Kent attorney, specializing in the leisure industry. Well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Here's somebody in Rhode Island, Paul. I don't listen as often. I had to go back to school. I'm really sorry to hear George is gone. I think he's a great guy on a year and off. I'm sure he might even feel relief. I'll miss George. Have an excellent day, Neil. Paul from Rhode Island. Thank you, Paul. Oh, Phantom Informer is back again. Perhaps it's a bandwidth issue. The QM streamer kept rebuffing in the start of the show at 10 a.m. I guess everyone tuned in at once and it sucked it up, and the bandwidth too. Saw your Channel 10 interview with Diane Magnum online this weekend. Diane looks like she's on the Karen Carpenter diet. Do you know how many years ago that is? No. Hundred years ago. When she turned to the side, she looked like a sliver. You had the big Harry Carey glasses on. You could have passed for a son, the late Skip. I thought the interview focused a little too much on your personal life by showing John so much, although he looked like a handsome guy, not too fruity. Well, great. You're not too fruity, John, for the Phantom Informer, who also follows up with another one. Any word from the WTKS crowd? No, there is no WTKS crowd. Just a few chronics like you fantasizing, making up crap. There's nothing going on with me and WTKS or with Sirius or XM or anybody else. Any word from the TKS crowd? You, th- these are just people whose lives are... They, they live imaginary lives. You know what I mean? Yes. They have no real life. I have no life. So they live imaginary lives. They live vicariously through all this gossip and falter all. Not one person has seen the movie Doubt yet and has any comment on it. that That's pathetic. And on IMDb, you know how they the people rate it? Mm-hmm. 7.8 out of 10. That's a high rating, very high rating, seven point eight. And I agree, it's an excellent movie, but it just leaves you wondering in the end. Uh, well, we'll never know. Yeah, I have to get Was it she on really yet, like dealing us. with that black kid, or was uh, would, uh, did she just ma- invent it all out of her mind? And what you know, there are a lot of questions. Doubt it's on my pay per view crap. P. R. Ralph says Hardy's on State Road twenty seven. Heading north of Lake Wales was refurbished and open, and the Shroom Burgers are the best. I agree with that. And the Swedish restaurant is still open, but that was not at Avon Park. It's on 27, also north of Lake Wales. Swedish? I thought it was German. I don't think it's Swedish. I think it's Choyman. Right. I think you got the wrong one, Ralph. But there's a Hardy's north of Lake Wales. If I was you, I'd, I'd hop in the car after the show and head right on up there. Get yeah. me a Shroom Burger. The Mushroom Swiss Burger. Boy, that's good. How come there's no Hardee's uh, in South Florida? I don't know. Good question. Too good. Just like for years and years there was no Steak and Shake. And then we finally got it, and then they started out pretty good, and then the uh, burgers started falling apart. Great shakes, though. They got the best shakes at Steak and Shake. Phil Asman also sends a thing to George, and I don't understand why he's sending it to me. I, I don't get it. Dear George, don't you find it a little unusual when you open an email that says, Dear somebody, uh, and it's not your name? (laughs) Right. But at least we know this is from a friend, from a good guy. No, that's me. Right, who's got his own little uh, drop-in. Sorry I haven't written sooner, George. I can't believe what this business has come to. I'm disgusted by the news that you're no longer at WQAM, just as you were really coming into your own as a host. You and Neil had great chemistry together, and it'll be missed. Hopefully you'll land on your feet utilizing your talents elsewhere. I'd love to get together for drinks one of these days. Please stay in touch. Best Phil. Phil Latzman. Good guy. But that was meant for George. Let me say it again. If you want to send George something, send it to George. If you want to send me a copy of it, that's fine. You know? If you want me to read it on the air. Hey, Neil, please read this on the air so everybody knows I sent it to George. I don't know. Gary says, sending your check via UPS was a real bonehead decision, so it makes perfect sense that QAM did that. I have on occasion sent letters to my sister from Homestead to West Palm Beach. If I send it on Thursday, she gets it on Friday. All that for less than a half a buck, says Gary at Homestead. P.S. George is the lucky one at that insane asylum. You're right about that. He'll land on his feet, and in the long run, he'll wind up sane and, uh, you know, doing better. Because this is a this is a crazy house. Getting all these messages on a Friday afternoon about my bonus check. Oh, well, it was sent but not delivered. Well, what does that mean to you when somebody says it was sent but not delivered? means I don't have it. What? That would mean that I don't have it, so send it again. Well, it's there. Oh, Joey Reynolds is back again. Guess what, Joey? already got the same exact email from the fake Joey Reynolds on Friday and read it. Go away. Scott and Pinellas Park says, I was buffering... Oh, it was buffering a bit. thought it was my ISP as the culprit, meaning the streaming. It was buffering. Did Flea find the ABC Contemporary Sounder? Oh, I doubt it. No. You don't have a computer in there, do you? I have a regular computer, but I don't have, like, the DCS or any of that stuff. Oh, my God. So, once again, we come on the air and QM isn't prepared to um, provide to us the studio. yes. What does this say, possible ACC baseball tourney game on Wednesday? What time would that be? Like at 11 in the morning or something, we hope? I have no idea. That's what it says on a Wednesday schedule, possible ACC baseball tourney game. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Like from 10.30 to 2 o'clock. Oh, That'd be nice. Wouldn't that be sweet? Let us know what time that's going to be, Clarence, so we can be prepared for a nice day off. Maybe they can finish the Neil studio Rogers. during well,
4: that. Here time. we go again. On South Florida sports later. 560 QAM. You're listening to South Florida Sports Later.
5: 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers show. This is your brain. Any questions?
2: going get want to be accepted in the world, of sports? You may think it's kind of funny for me to have some hetero fun. This girl has a lot of money, but now you don't think I'm so dumb. I can play it like the Hitchcock mystery with poison shampoo in her head, and to collect double indemnity. I'll push the bitch down the stairs. Parents, you're too gay. Too late, I'm already married. Way too gay. Going day. south out this dairy. you're too and your thing's too short. It's the right thing to do to fake my way
1: to court. Oh, he's a piece of work, I'll tell you. And uh, and Flea says Joe Bell is a, um, a Joe um, Rose. I get my Joes all mixed up. There's a lot of them. Is a uh, suck hole. That was the first thing you said this morning. Right out of the gate. Bastard from a basket sends me this. We could play the drop-in. You've got it there, but you don't have it in that computer. No. And it's not on the DCS, I'm sure. It is. Oh, is it? But I don't have that. But you should have that. No, I don't mean DCS. I mean on the 360. Oh, no, it's not. No, I don't have it. I don't have that drop-in. George offered to send it, and I never took it. See, if I had that now, I could have played Bastard from a basket. Well, anyway... Says, Neil, that was a very good movie, but you forgot one tremendous performance from the movie Viola Davis, who played the boy's mother. That's correct. All I can say about her performance in her scene on the street with Meryl Streep is, wow, stunning. Anyway, very good movie, and there are no fags in the church, no pedophiles in the church, and certainly no repressed lesbian nuns in the church. Are you sure? I wouldn't have minded 30 or 45 minutes with the younger red-headed nun, though. i definitely make her see God, it says. Yeah, she was cute. Hmm. The young nun. By the way, the Canes baseball game on Wednesday could be at noon if they decide oh, to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is a God. Damn God. Now, what is that dependent on? Well, it's going to be at noon. I guess what they're trying to determine is if they're going to put it on air or online. They're going to preempt this show for the Canes baseball game? It wasn't bad enough they put those basketball games on back in the winter. How do we get that winter book? Oh, and speaking of the book, Thursday morning, the next rating thing comes out. Yep. And this is gonna be the new deal? Yep, it'll be April. With the new ratings service. Correct. Which we can why why can't we say it on the air? Not sure. We can say pee pee. Oh don't say pee pee too much, Joyce gets real nervous. Joyce has a pee pee problem. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Anyway, this bastard from a basket says, I hope you're just joking a possibility about taking me for cocktail phone calls again. No, God, please no. As ponderous as some of the emails are, and I think the likes of AFAN, Fat Man After Dark, Jimmy Dworsky, Joe Oishmoy Oishmojjuan, and the endless litany of fakes like Tom Jica, Barry Jackass, Mark uh, Hawkman, and Adam Kirshner are almost as bad as, Hi, Ron, it's Jamba, and this is Eddie. At least when their idiotic words are being read in your voice, it's more tolerable. But if you do go back on, uh, all I can say is Gornish Telfin. He's very strong. Don't go back, take any more calls. Okay. Very strong. I don't have any uh, need or desire to take any more calls. It's not like I feel I'm missing something. No. Like if somebody chopped off your right hand or something, you'd feel like, you know, a loss. You'd wake up in the morning and think, oh, gee, I think my right hand ain't there anymore. But in this particular case, I think I could live with or without. Plus, there's only one phone line working anyway right now. Am I correct? I think you are correct, yes. And maybe that's why those other fax machines aren't working, because they're probably hooked up to lines that aren't working. Isn't that a logical uh, conclusion? I guess so, but KISS has been working out of this building for a couple of years now. You would think they'd have a working fax line. Maybe they don't send faxes out from KISS. What are they going to send out? I don't know. Kind of nose-picking. Maybe they send out boogers, okay? They're doing (laughs) a lot of nose-picking. Now, let's fax some boogers over down the street. Kisses in the building. Oh, my God. Don't tell me Johnny Dork was in that building. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he put a curse. Maybe that's why our studio isn't functioning and ready yet. Maybe Johnny Dork put a curse on it. Mary says, sorry about George. Your show is not the same without him. For those of us listening to you online, did you do an interview with Diane Magnum? Can we see it online? hundred years ago, Mary, when, from uh, when she was at Channel 10. I don't even know if she's still there anymore. 100 years ago, and evidently you can see it online because the Phantom Informer, a.k.a. Mr. Radio, a.k.a. Uh, I Have No Life, saw it. Big deal. I, I don't know where you'll find it, Mary. Uh, probably on YouTube, on You cube or somewhere. Tom in Palm Beach sent this Friday afternoon after the show, how long are you going to be on the no-fly list and come back to Florida to do the show? And George talked anyway. Isn't that nice? Oh, First nice. of all, I'm not on no no-fly no list. I was just down there a couple weeks ago for the weekend and I was down there two weekends before that for three days. But I'm not going to be doing the show down there. How long are you going to be on the no fly list and come back? I don't wanna. I have no interest in doing the show from there. Well what what's that going to add? What well, what is it that I'm missing? Oh but Brickle is so great now, yeah good. You you go to Brickle, okay? Here's one from Share, S-H-E-R, Sure Share, I don't know what that is. Neil, didn't you have another producer? Adam, whatever happened to him? He works for the Sun-Sentinel, Adam Kirshner. Good luck to George. When he lands on his feet somewhere, please let all all of us know. I will. He's sending us emails every day. Adam was your producer? What? Adam was your producer? At one point? Uh, No. Oh. Adam worked at IOD. I don't think he ever produced my show. I forget. I don't know. I don't think so. I had a million producers over the years. I had John Levitt Uh at WS News. I had Chris Sloan at INZ. I had very briefly... um, Rawls Sansone. Hmm. That was my choice. I thought he was a good producer, and we hired him, and then I found out he wasn't. He didn't have a freaking clue. And then we did the show at the Hallmark, at the Hallmark, with all the old folks in Hallandale, Death Plus Ten. And when I asked him, who do you think we ought to book for that show? He said, well, I would bring in Kay Ballard. That was up 148 points. You know who Kay Ballard is? No. Old-time singer. I mean, 100 years old back then. That was 100 years ago. When he said to me I would bring in Kay Ballard, and I said, I don't think so. (laughs) At that point, I knew I was dealing with a goofball. Rawls F. Sansone. He sucked, is what I hear. But at any rate, uh, I had a lot of producers over the years. Who else? Nick Lawrence was my producer at IOD for a while. The Real Phil says, I wrote last week I thought the reason George was let go is due to you constantly waiting against management, and Joe Bell in particular. Yeah, that's right. That must be it. A few things that were said on your show verify this line of thought. Number one would be the fact that Joe Bell went after some college kid for calling him the C-word. I mean, really, how petty is that? You'd think a person in a corporate management position might have more pressing things to deal with. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Even Flea said that last Friday. Didn't you? I did. Secondly, when you asked Lee if he thought I might be correct, there was a long hesitation before he said no, which makes me think he was playing C-Y-A. No, playing C-H-A, cover his ass, not cover your ass. By no means am I implying that any blame lies with you. Oh, well, that's a breath of fresh air. Quite the contrary. It shows how completely unprofessional QM management is, not to mention how thin-skinned Joe Bell is. That is Correct. Regarding having George on as a guest during the week, that might be a good idea if for no other reason it will piss off management and Joe Bell in particular. No, we're not having George on as a guest. I mean, it's just, what, seriously, I read this stuff and I wonder what, what, is, what is going on in the world. I mean, I know it's a crazy world, okay? What is going on out there? What's in the air that these people are breathing, if they are breathing? Do you think it would be a good idea to have George on the, air, on the uh, air as a guest? Well, why would George want to do that? He wouldn't. And do you think they would sit, sit still and let that happen? No. No. Oh, finally, somebody has something to say about the uh, doubt. Without a doubt. Doubt. If you're in Canada, you've got to say doubt. Here's a couple of, a few of Here's one from Will. He says, I saw a doubt. It seemed very well done. Though slow developing. Yeah, it was slow. The mother of the kid was excellent and received, along with the young man, an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actress, or with the young nun. You can interpret the priest's guilt or innocence according to your own opinion of the church. Richard Gere and Edward Norton characters deal with clergy abuse in the movie Primal Fear, and the movie Sin City has a segment on abuse starring Rutger Hauer, Elijah Wood, and Mickey Rourke. I just saw Angels and Demons about the Pope, Illuminati, Vatican... Our archives, Galileo and the Swiss Guard. It has more action than its predecessor, the Da Vinci Code. If you don't like Tom Hanks, you may not want to see it. I don't. You don't like anybody. I don't like Tom Hanks. Movies with Academy Award nominations you might like include Grand Torino, Eastwood yeah. is a bigoted, old, curmudgeonly factory retiree in Highland Park, Michigan. Milk, Sean Penn is the SF gay rights icon. That was good. W, about W, and Frost Nixon. No, I don't want to see Frost Nixon. Well, Thanks, Will. Frost-Nixon is on my um, pay-per-view movies. Mm-hmm. I saw it on there. I wouldn't dream of watching that. Why would I want to see a recreation with two people who don't look anything like David Frost or Dick Nixon of something that we already know about? They've, I don't they've, know. They've still got the original tapes with the interviews, so why, why would why would we need to see a dramatized movie version of it? Right. I don't. I don't get that. But then again, there's a lot I don't get. I have a documentary of the original tapes. Do you? Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah. And milk was good, and Gran Torino was okay. Oh, just okay. Yeah. Oh, the Phantom Informer again. Neil Rogers' profile on Channel 10. He sends me a link. I, I have no need to see it. Cut the crap. Sends me a link to it. Here's one from PR Ralph. Happy Victoria Day. It's holiday in Canada. Why are you working? Go home. I am home. It's not a holiday for me, but I'm glad you reminded me of that. I forgot all about it. It's Victoria Day. It's one of those silly... Canadian holidays? Mm Mm-hmm. Mike and Kendall says, First, I was having the same off-and-on problem with the Internet stream today, but it's no big deal. It's better now, and the price is still right. Second, the film Doubt did leave me wondering. Nevertheless, I did like it as the acting was great. Finally, I'm so excited about this week's Neil deal. The family's been regulars at Sports Grill Sunset for over five years, and I can tell you and everyone out there, there's nothing better for chicken wings, cold beer, and a friendly neighborhood bar atmosphere. Yep. The special grill wings are some sort of combination of sauces that make for a fantastic flavor. For all those in Kendall, Sunset, anywhere else in South Florida, these should fly off your website, says Mike in Kendall. Thanks, Mike. Sounds to me like Mike's going to be buying 200 300 Heard Jesse Agler twice this weekend on 790 doing the Marlins pregame show. So Jesse went across the street, huh? Yep. He got on the shuttle bus? He did. He's a good talent and a good guy. We wish him nothing but the best. Another guy that got stabbed in the back and screwed over by QAM.
4: Oh, Neil! You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports Leader. 560 QAM. We have Joe Rose. We have Jim Mandich. And we have Kim Bocan. A football
0: town. Your football station. And
4: South Florida Sports Leader.
0: 560 QAM.
6: Yank it, baby.
0: STD-laden strip joints. Approved by Joyce. Fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Online gambling scams. Approved by Joyce. Words containing the word bag. Rejected by Joyce. Erectile dysfunction spots. Resoundingly approved by Joyce. Tuba sounds resembling fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Blatant sports related faggery and sports show hosts encouraging kids to rob liquor stores. Happily approved by Joyce. Fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce.
1: 1118 at 560 WQM. We've got a major development here. You're not going to believe this. Okay. I have an email from, I'll give you one guess, um, Joe Bell. Yes. Wow. How did you know? I don't know. It's a good guess. You're sitting in his lap right now? (laughs) On it. In it? Not in it. Joe Bell says, I don't have any problem with George being on as often as you guys want him. (laughs) His position was eliminated for budgetary reasons. I'm okay if he's on every day, says Joe Bell. So in other words, hey, George, you're welcome back, but only for free. Oh, yeah. I did get that on my phone. You, You got what? I got copied on that email on my phone. Did you really? Yeah, here it is right here. Why is that? I guess he copied me on it. Why? And I don't know why. Maybe the audience might find that a little bit strange, just as I do. But nevertheless. So what do you think, Hugh? You want to call George? Put him on a ear? Sure. Let's set it up for tomorrow. Okay. Make the audience wait. In fact, until George lands a new gig, or as, as, as often as he's willing to do it, assuming he is willing, I don't know. I don't know how he would feel about that. We could have a regular segment every day. Yeah. And then Wednesday, we might have that baseball game. Oh, oh baby. The Canes. So what, what's the deal? When are they going to decide whether they're going to carry it live on uh, AM or they're going to carry it on the internets? I'll try to find out as soon as possible. Will you? Well, yeah. you're on top of it, and a nice long pregame would be great. Starting at what? About ten thirty? Sounds good to me. <laughs> oh, we just, you just started officially um, last Thursday. It's just hot in here. No, and it's boiling in there. Well, by by Wednesday, don't you think we'll be in the regular studio? I hope. Yes, I would think so. Here's the poll. We have—I bet you six hundred votes. Let me look. Six oh two. Refresh that, baby. 602 If I were offered an all- expense paid vacation to some. US. spot I've never visited before I'd want to visit blank. I'm only going to read the ones in double digits. There's too many there's just too many things on here. okay Hawaii 176 way ahead of every place else. And good choice like I said, excellent. Alaska 89, the Grand Canyon 60, Yosemite 40, Vegas 32 San Francisco 25, Washington DC 21, the Virgin Islands 20. New York City, 19, the Rockies, 16, Mississippi River Cruise, 14, Martha's Vineyard, 14, and Niagara Falls on the New York side, 12. New York side, because that's the U.S., eh? Believe me, there ain't nothing to see in Niagara Falls on the... Although you can see the Canadian Falls across the way. Bring your binoculars and then just drive across the um, Peace Bridge or the... What's the other bridge? The Rainbow Bridge? There's a whole bunch of bridges. And bring the bridge tender with you. So what do you think about that, having George on? Don't you think that's a nifty idea? Yeah, sure. You think he'll go for it? No. You don't? Maybe he will. But I doubt it. There's two ways to look at it. Number one, he'd like to, uh, you know, communicate with his fans and the audience again. Number two, the other way I would look at it if I were him, is they don't want to pay me. Why the hell should I go on there and, like, uh, do something for them for nothing? Right. After they just stabbed me in the back. But that's Joe Bell for you. It was done for budgetary reasons. We love George and yada yada, you know, like that. We'd be more than happy to provide him with a dumpster for him and his family to live in. I'm not sure they would do that, do you think? No. Tim says, my wife saw a doubt. I wouldn't go. I hate nuns. They really, really creep me out. Or you'd hate this one, I'll tell you that. The one that Meryl Streep plays in the movie? Uh-huh. She went with my sister-in-law said that it was great but depressing. No, Schmidt. Also, didn't you say last week you were blocking Mr. Radio, the phony phantom, or did you forget? Anyway, Flea sounds good, but Miss George, but WTF. My pal Tim. WTF. That's what you got to say, like Tom Cruise said in what movie was it? Frisky Business? Mm-hmm. He said once in a while you just got to say, what the F? Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's back when we actually liked Tom Cruise a little bit. Not a whole lot, but a little bit. I-, he- I liked him back during Rain Man, too. Yeah, before he got really weird. Before he got gay. Oh. You know the Scientology thing? Yeah. And everybody realized he was deep in the closet. Deep in the closet. Way, way back in there. With R. Kelly. (laughs) Andre says, Seen Doubt Last Night. Seen Doubt Last Night. Wow, I watched it last night, too. It's a great movie. My wife and I watched it on demand Comcast right before bed. I watched it on demand Rogers of Cable. That little black kid drank the Jesus juice and they thought the priest took advantage of him, question mark. Was a little unsure because he didn't admit to messing with him, but got the infamous magical priest transfer. Merrill was a total bitch. He played a good role. I wanted to slap her ass, I'll bet. It was funny when she made the nun eat the food after spitting it out. One thing that had me confused was that white shirt or blanket in the locker. Weird. Gay. It was his t shirt? The young nun saw him put the T-shirt in the locker, and he said he left it in the uh, in the place where they do the uh, you know the wine and all that stuff. What do they call that place? I don't know. Oh, see, that's one bad thing. We got two Jews on the show. We don't know any Goyim stuff. P.S. I seen the bastard from the basket movie too. The absolute worst movie. Fell asleep two times, and it was still going nowhere. Horrible. You're right. It was horrible. Did you see it? Yeah. There will be blood. There yeah. should be blood for whoever recommended that movie. And I like Daniel Day-Lewis. He's usually good. And? Well, he was what good happened? in the movie. The movie just wasn't good. You talk about an over-the-top performance. Oh, that's right. Did you make any money on the Rachel Alexandra this weekend? No. Barry McCockners has bet the chalk. Well, she's a great filly, man. I'll tell you that. One horse. What was the one horse? Uh, real drama or something like that? Yeah. That horse really pissed me off. He screwed up the race. Almost screwed it up. Well, you picked the uh, second horse. No, I did not. Off the air, you did. You told me you you were going to pick him second. The horse that came second was the derby winner, Mind That Bird. At one point, you told me you were going to take Mind That Bird as uh, the second place uh, horse. But I guess you didn't. No, I told Dave Johnson I was picking, uh, what you call it, second. Um, I'll find it. I can't think of a name. But at any rate, uh, yeah, I did okay. I did, didn't bet it. Why the hell would I bet it? But anyway, the rail horse, big drama. That's the horse that threw the jockey off, John Velasquez, before in the starting gate, before they get it started. And then when he was all fired up when they came out of there. He <coughs> he, uh, he set the pace and made Rachel Alexander work real hard to get the lead. They went way too fast the first quarter and a half. But nevertheless, great filly. And the fact that the Cal, old Calvin Borrell said she never got a hold of the track. She was struggling. You're struggling. Was amazing. Almost forgot about the uh, preakness. Thanks, Barry. Oh, Steve Rodinero says, Good morning, Neil. I just wanted to let you know some compelling news. I had a conversation with your GM, Joe Bell. Mr. Bell was trying to pique my interest about working the two to four hours. I told Mr. Bell I don't cover sports. Mr. Bell's response was the following It's okay, neither does Neil. Tell Mr. Big O not to wet his pants. I turned on the minimal offer for Mr. Bell. I did give Mr. Bell some advice. Keep George and do not fire him. Well, I see he didn't listen to my advice. From the fake Steve Rondonero. What does that mean? I saw your ad. I believe I have something that will definitely interest you. Here's the link. I saw your ad. I hope it helps you find what you're looking for. It helped me. Well, what does that mean? What ad are they talking about? Do we have an ad know. somewhere? I have no idea. Now, here's the link. Am I am I uh, clicking on the link? Absolutely not. Oh,
4: Neil. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports Later, 560 QAM.
8: Neil, God. Ladies and gentlemen, if I could offer only one tip for the future, act strange and people will leave you alone. The rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. Put a slinky around your neck and try to walk downstairs backwards headfirst. Sit naked in a large bowl of Rice Krispies and sing Feelings while the kernels go snap, crackle, and pop. Go up to a ticket booth and try to stick your head through the hole where they say how much. Lick a stranger. Tell them you're from Bosnia and your country It's a sign of respect. Take lots of pills. One of them might work. Occasionally ask a stranger if they've heard anything from Lewis. Be annoying. During an IRS audit, staple the guy's hand to his desk. Moan a funeral. Play Go Fetch with a seen-eyed dog while he's working. Run naked through a mall yelling, killer bees, killer bees. Say the word titty without smiling. Try to figure out who said Paulie Shore should star in movies. Don't be surprised if it's the same guy who said John Gacy should work with kids. Ask an old lady if you can carry her groceries, then try to make a run for it. Disappear for great lengths of time. Try to touch your forehead with your tongue. It may not work, but many women will appreciate the effort. At a high school reunion, tell your old English teacher that your dog's still eating your homework. Ask Mark McGuire if he'll take a million dollars for one of his balls. Try to find the secret to Carrot success. Understand your conception was an accident, that your parents got wasted, and wanted a few more laughs before they passed out. Try not to lose your finger in your nose. Take up Bob Costas and toss him on the lawn next door. Go on a car trip with Bob Costas and force him to stay in his car seat. Try to dribble Bob Costas. Ask all your friends and family for forgiveness. Knowing you, you've done some crap that's really pissed them off. Wish no ill will to anyone. Unless you don't like them, then screw them. They're on their own. Realize anyone who says they're completely happy are completely full of crap. Ask a hell's angel if he's a woman or has he always walked like that. Understand that there are bad people in the world, and you may just be one of them. Sniff an old lady. Imagine Gomer Pyle in a gay bar trying to get lucky. Do this without laughing. Find what's left of your innocence. Understand it. Embrace it. Protect it. And every so often, take it out for a nice nosh. Care enough not to care. Hum while you eat. Act strange, and people will leave you alone.
1: Now it's up 163 points for all you uh, suckers, I mean all you investors out there. 11.34, 26 till noon at 5.60, WDQM. A Flea, is in our new, well no he's not. Kinda. In the new building. Yeah. And what's the word? I have bad news for you. What? The uh, ACCUM baseball game. Oh no. It's going to be broadcast internet only. Well, that makes too much sense. Right. Can you imagine what that would do to the um, number? How many people do you think might listen to the U.N. baseball game? About 30, man. And yeah. then I say that as somebody who did U.N. baseball for six years, but we broadcast games on WS News on the weekend primarily, and, of course, the regionals and the college world serious. But nevertheless, all of these... Ow. All of these things. Right. Ow. <laughs> so I guess we're going to be working all week. Yeah. And what's your thought on having George on on the phone? Do you think he's going to want to do that? I'm fine with it. I think it'd be cool, but no, I don't think he'll want to do it. I'm still working on the party. I think that's going to happen, though. Oh, okay. Well, I had an email about that. Yeah. I should have final details today. Really? Yeah. So this is going to happen? I think so, yeah. Now, is Jolly Joe going to come? No, he said he would not come. Did he? He would need secret service. Are you kidding me? Yeah, probably not a good idea, just like Ken Mulden's funeral. Brian in Wellington says, Last week you and Flea mentioned the possibility of a farewell party in the near future for George at the Hard Rock. I just wanted to know if there are any updates on this situation. I missed your previous appearance at Gulfstream. would love to go to the Hard Rock to see you and the rest of the crew. Congratulations on receiving your bonus check and take care. <laughs> 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 yeah, I could bring my bonus check to the Hard Rock. So what do you think? So you're putting this together, are you? Yeah. With their approval and blessing? So far, thumbs up from everyone. But Jolly Joe uh, isn't going to be there? Oh, that's no fun. Now, well, when are you thinking about doing this? Friday. This Friday? Yeah, like a happy hour thing, 4 to 7, something like that. Well, how the hell could I be there if you're going to do it this Friday? I guess I couldn't. Oh, I didn't know you wanted to come down. For George? Maybe the following Friday, then. And how how could I do that? I, I just can't do it without taking a day off. I don't want to take any more time off. Yeah, they're counting. Uh, uh, yeah, I know they're counting. Well, what, what What does that mean? I don't know. They are counting. What What does that mean? I have no idea. That sounded really sinister. They're counting. Yeah, uh, Clarence was counting. Well, can you tell me how many days Neil's missed since the beginning of the year? Fursky says I think the George segment is a great idea. You could always pay him for his time on the phone. And then she's got a smiley face. <laughs> Phil Henry did a voiceover on King of the Hill last night. Played a Canadian. Love you. Thanks, Fershke. When I, when I get emails from Fershke, for some reason it reminds me of, because it's an unusual name to say the least, it reminds me of uh, my, one of my first producers, Fern Friedman on WKAT 100 years ago. Rest in peace. I think she's uh, on the other side.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Young lady, Fern Friedman. She was a sweetheart. And she was one of my first producers, although I'm not really sure what a producer did back then, because I booked my own guests we, we were a low-budget station, you know, kind of like QAM is now. Right. K-A-T was low-budget. Fern Friedman. And then, then one, once upon a time I got a message from somebody saying she was a uh, date, just like Larry King, slash, uh, not Larry King, Larry Knight slash Larry Stein. Just amazing how crap happens. You go through your life and then somebody says, oh, guess like Mary Ellen Calder, Bill Calder's wife. She was young. She had breast cancer and she died. Mm. What a sweetheart she was. She was one of the nicest people you could ever meet. Had some incredible stories about working as a waitress. No, she wasn't a waitress. She was like the manager of the restaurant in in Neiman Marcus. What the hell is that mall where Neiman Marcus and Saks are? Here? Yeah. Mm, There used to be a Neiman Marcus over at the fashion mall. No, not the Fashion Mall. Somebody will know. There's one at the Aventura Mall. No. But anyway, she used to be the uh, restaurant manager, and both the stories she had were just spine-tingling. Just amazing. MoFo says, Lister since WNWS, MoFo. Get MoFo your money. Heard Jesse Agler twice this weekend on 790 doing Marlin's pregame show. He does a very competent um, job on that kind of show, so I hope he sticks around. And is not 790's version of QM's Kevin Rogers Weekend Experiment. Whatever happened to him, by the way, Kim Rogers, is he gone already? Yeah, I guess so. And <laughs> whatever happened to Ethan, uh, what was his name? Not Ethan Skolnick, Evan Cohen. Evan Cohen, he was on this weekend. Was he? Yeah. Boy, they sure can't make up their mind on those weekend people, can they? If we can find a bunch of people who work for free. I see we got Gildy on again Saturday afternoon between 1 and 4, and Curtis is on 4 to 7, and Adam Cooperstein. Are they? Yeah. Oh, and you know what really frosts my ass about the whole George thing? I mean, the thing in general, obviously. But something else, how about the money that they've been paying for a long, long time to these guys, these sports writer guys and Drew Rosenstein, Krantz, all these idiots who are just blowing away the audience. They pay them, but George, bye-bye. You know, I don't get it. How much do they pay those guys? Oh, I have no idea. They do pay them, though, right? Yeah, they pay them. To chase the audience away. Anyway, Mofo says, heard Geldy can't recall precisely what he said about George, but it was positive along the lines of, he'll be missed and this business sucks. Both correct, Geldy. Nice uh, observations Ow! on your part. <laughs> Major disappointment, but not surprising, neither Big or Mad Dog saw fit to bid George a do. Mad Dog is still a right-wing twit, and Big Dog has done four shows in a row about high school recruiting and some bogus uh, public school versus private school controversy. <laughs> You're ripping uh, Joe Rose this morning bad. A little bit. You said he was a shameless suck hole or something like that. Only listen very briefly to Sedano Crystal Light show. It says pretty lame thus far, contrived morning zoo type chatter. Yeah, bad. It's bad. Really bad. Well, <laughs> you think that Sid had bad numbers? So do you want to say on the air? Did you tell me that off the air about Sid the kid, or was that on the air? That was on the air. Oh, I forget. I doesn't. I don't care if he if he likes me or not. I don't. Oh, like like that should be your biggest problem that he don't like you, right? Sid the kid, who's who's left a trail of blood and disaster behind him, the likes of which few. See, this is the thing I don't understand. People like Pharrell and and Mo, too. Do, 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 do. The people at Westwood One told Greg Reed, if you just would have asked us first, we could have told you. We could have warned you about him. Everywhere he's worked, he's had the same people issues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want this one fired, and how dare you, and i see here, like that. You know. You're
4: listening to Neil Rogers. Did I mention oh, my bonus share showed up? 40, 40 later.
1: Did I Class mention 60, that 20 or 30 two times?
4: A.M. <laughs> We focus on local sports talk. That's why we are South Florida Sports
5: Leader.
1: 560-QAM. By the way, I screwed up.
5: Yeah, I know.
3: That's
1: okay. I, I moved the spot up so you can do the live in this next stop set. Really? Yeah. What a guy.
0: Hey, Neil, this is Randy West. And as per our phone conversation, I talked to Peter North the other day. He tells me your real name is Neil Down, and he still ain't
8: interested.
2: who like a moron. Every time he speaks It's the way God wants it to be Wants to take a
8: city and cover
2: it in sweets Ray Nagin can
4: Ray Nagin can?
8: Ray Nagin can Ray Nagin can Cause he wants to make New
2: Orleans taste good And I don't care what people are saying sounds like Jesse Jackson We as black people comments are bizarre.
4: Surely God is mad. He compares the vocals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate.
2: Ray Nagan can. Nagan can. Yes, Ray Nagin can. Ray Nagin can cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the
0: one that should be, uptown or wherever they are.
2: This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans. He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and you'll f- off Juan Valdez. Ray and can. Ray and can. Rain Megan, Kansas, he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be
1: New Orleans. It wouldn't be chocolate. It's 1147. You know, they should take those kids at Notre Dame and stick them in the desert and don't give them a map. Those kids are walking and breathing and living uh, examples that we need abortion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. I'm sure you do. They're showing all the protesters there, the, the handful of... Wackos at Notre Dame. Oishmoy Jew's got a movie review. He said, "Speaking of bad movies, do not rent The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke." There was no chance I was going to do that anyway. A major piece of crap, he says. Wow. Please warn your listeners. Marissa Tomei is pathetic but believable as a broken-down pool dancer. Horrible scenes and dialogue throughout. Five thumbs down, says Oishmoy Jew. Do not rent The Wrestler. Yeah, it drags a bit. Well, oh, you seen it? Mm-hmm. Bad? I wouldn't say it's horrible. Is it as good as... Bastard from a basket! Yeah, is that? It's better than that. Oh. Yeah. I would hope so. Paul says, I listen via the Internet. Am I going to hear the baseball game rather than you, or are they going to use a separate stream for the game? Excellent question. Looks like I'm going to have to take a drive to South Florida if the former is true. How's that going to work on Wednesday? Are we going to be preempted off the Internet? That is a good question. Do they have a separate stream? Mm, I don't think so. But maybe if they go to neilrogers.com, maybe they can pick up the stream there. But I doubt it. I'll, I'll check with George Corso and find out. Yeah, check with good old George Corso. Also say, when the hell's our studio going to be ready, Corso? You know, yesterday you sent me that text message about, um, am I getting the audio from down there? Yeah. And Friday night, you sent me the message about feed some audio for, uh, see if they get it down there. Right. it, it just seemed to me, because when I came in here yesterday, the VU on the um, on the Telos thing was just banging, man. I mean, it was just into the red. It was just great. Nice, loud volume. And I, I, I listened to it, and it was crystal clear. Haven't heard anybody say, yet the station sounds a lot better today in the new studio or in the new building. I think it sounds really clear. Does it really? That's well, what I was told. I heard a spy report on that over the weekend. I mean, our signal still is what it is, but uh, when you can't The signal get it... still sucks, but it's a clearer signal that you can't hear. <laughs> right. Paul says, Neiman Marcus in the Boca Mall Town Center. I don't do Boca, okay, Paul? We're talking years ago. On Biscayne Boulevard. What the hell is that big mall? Sachs was in there, Neiman Marcus. On Biscayne? It's pretentious... What? On Biscayne Boulevard? Yeah. Pretty sure. Somebody will know. We're talking about in Dade County, not in Boca. I can't remember the last time I was in Boca, nor do I want to. Oh, you're wrong, Neil. Boca's where it's at. Yeah, good. Oh, are you talking about the Dade Land Mall? No. Dade Land Mall? Are you a crazy person or what? Neiman Marcus was never in the Dade Land Mall. I don't go there much, so I don't know. Well, I used to live in Kendall for years, for five years. So I know my dadeland, and believe you me, Saks Fifth Avenue and Neiman Marcus ain't never been in dadeland. The fake Phil in Pompano says, Hi, Neil. Hi, Flea. I have something to add in relation to There Will Be Blood. I was in disbelief that no one picked up that Daniel Day-Lewis was doing a reprise of his character from the film Gangs of New York. Is that what he was doing? I don't know. At least that's what I got from it. It says, He was the only compelling reason to stay with that film and not flee. F-L-E-E. Speaking of flea, did you get the other mail in which I mentioned that George's removal was a vendetta against you, much like waking in your bed to find George's severed head beneath the covers? If not, that's the thrust of it. Yeah, I got it. Like I've said before, if I don't get to a particular email right away, just relax. Just cool it, okay? It's in my pile. Much love, boys. Keep up the good work. The fake Phil in Pompano. The fake Phil. Oh. Here's one that says, sorry to hear about George. Now he can leave Hollywood, Florida like we did. Thank Neil. God we got out. We now live in Colorado, beautiful, nice, friendly people, not like the miserable folks in South Florida.
6: <coughs>
1: your loyal listener, the former Rosa Lopez lady in West Hollywood. Oh, yeah. The Rosa Lopez lady. Let's go to Rosa Lopez's house and see the picture of the Virgin Mary on that Totino's pizza. What do you say? Sure. John Gruden joins Monday Night Football. That exciting news? Oh, very. Well, after all, we are your sports intensive QAM. John Gruden intends to coach again, but until that day, the man known throughout the NFL as Chucky will get to sharpen his teeth in the ESPN's Monday Night Football booth. He'll join play-by-play man Mike Tirico and analyst Ron Jaworski in September, replacing Tony Kornholer. That's a good move. Get him off of there. Yeah, he was horrible. Although Mike Tirico is terrible. Yep. And Ron Jaworski, go back to being a dentist. He makes my teeth ache. This is a tremendous opportunity. I'm very excited to be associated with ESPN and Monday Night Football group and in a statement released by ESPN. I grew up a fan of Monday Night Football. Whether I've coached on Monday Night or watched, so I've hardly missed a game all these years. To join Mike and Jaws in the booth and to work alongside this top-notch team is going to be a real thrill. Mike and Jaws. Jaworski is Jaws. Isn't create great, the nicknames they have for athletes? Oh, yeah. Pathetic. Like in hockey, I don't know about other sports, but in hockey they're all like... Paul Laws was Lawser, and Mike, uh, Ray Whitney was uh, Razor. Uh, I mean... The Beezer. Beezer, yeah. Beezer and Razor and Lawser and um, whatever. Dow's up 166 point. Better days are coming. The Anna Hoya guy, Rick, sends me an apology. Believe you me, there are plenty of you people out there who owe me an apology, but I'm not, not going to hold my breath. From the crap that came in last week. Oh, you should have paid George's salary, and you should have walked out, and you should do this, and you should do that. Screw you. All these experts out there who want to tell all of us how to live our lives and what they hell to do. All these experts on my finances and every other damn thing. Anyway, Rick says I'm writing this email to apologize for the email I sent you last week concerning George. I was trying, or I was typing out of anger, and this was inexcusable, inexcusable. That's right. I've been a loyal listener of yours, and when George started to fill in, I kept being a loyal listener, right down to the Arbitron books I've received over the past years. I even went to a couple of appearances that George was doing at Bill Seidel's in Miami. Ever since I started listening, it's always been you and George, and and this abrupt change was unsettling, to say the least. If it was unsettling to you, how do you think it was to me, Rick? I know it wasn't your fault or Fleas, and I shouldn't have blamed anyone but the inept management at QAM. Once again, please accept my sincere apologies. Please let us know where George ends up so I could be a listener of his as well. I certainly will. And maybe we'll have him on the air here once in a while. Not every day. Don't you think that's a little over the top? Yeah. And, by the way, the show will uh, not be on the web on Wednesday. They will have the ACC baseball game on the web. Oh, all those people, those hundreds of people that listen to this show online... What the hell is this ball game on here? What's this UM baseball? That's right, Wednesday. no on online. Are you thinking of the Ball Harbor Mall? Ball Harbor, that's the one. Not Ball Harbor, Ball Harbor, Ball Harbor. Yeah, Ball Harbor, my ass. <laughs> There's no R, I guess. Who uh, who told you that? Uh, my good friend Steve Branzik. Thanks, Steve. Ball Harbor Mall. Wasn't that on Biscayne Boulevard? I don't think so. Isn't In it on US one? What? Isn't it on the on the like US one at that point? Or ocean? Is it? I think so. It's not on Biscayne. Biscayne Boulevard is US one. Yeah, I think it's actually on like A one A. Well, whatever, wherever the hell it is, yeah, that, that that's the one
4: listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports. later. <laughs> 560
6: QAM. Hey, ah, this is Steve Goldstein. But you can call me Gelzy. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to... Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12th of one hour.
0: Ah! Ah! <laughs> I am Mo Howard, David, decrepit
6: and I'm ancient. Mm-hmm.
0: All over my mm-hmm. old face are blue and mm-hmm. reddish veins. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, mm-hmm. why they mm-hmm. hate me or why mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. always rape me. Mm-hmm. It must be Plus cause I got funny. these blue and mm-hmm. reddish veins. Mm-hmm. A vein on my arm like a Rand McNally map, a lock of one. I got veins on my nose and nobody knows that under my clothes I wear pantyhose. But that don't mean that I'm gay. If you think my arms are bad, you ought to see my legs. I might as well keep them smooth and shaved to show a little glass the next time I'm I could go through a surgeon, but that gives me the shivers. I would not want to walk out looking like Joan Rivers. But where am I here? I fired the beast, the fat little freak. I did him a favor. Now he can't afford to eat. The reason I dismissed that stinking fat bastard is because he wouldn't shut up and he can't play cadester. Hey, somebody talking over there. Nobody talks when I rap. I rap, then you talk. Hey, look at me. I'm hip, hip. I ain't no square. I'm a ding-dong daddy, man. I'm really dead. I fire anyone I want. I don't care, especially if they make me flip my wig later smelly green hair. I get fired myself. It even happens to the greats. Westwood once said, you get out of here or else we break your legs. So now I sit by the pool. Life's as good as it gets. With my paladin cocktail, placing bets on the jets. In paradise. Paradise. I don't kiss nobody's ass in paradise. Do-do-do-do-do. I'll be schlepping down the Spookins when I get the chance. But the cleaners aren't ready with my lime green pants. How long does it take? Kelty call calling complaint. It was just a little thought. So what? I left this
6: thing. <laughs> <laughs> you think
0: that's funny? Want a knuckle sandwich, buddy? I can do what I want, because the management loves me.
6: Can I tell you something, Mo. Something you ought to know. For the longest time, I wanted you to be my
0: own. You ain't my type, pal. Now ask me. no. Who? <laughs> <laughs> what are do you doing? I won't take no for an answer. Well, get out
6: of here.
0: Not you. Oh, it get it out of here. Get up, bitch. do <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: 1202
1: at 560. That's by request from Tracy, who apologized. I didn't think I'd really get some apologies, but I did. And that's sensational. That's nice. Tracy says I'm sorry for my last email about not listening. My reaction to George's firing came from my heart, not my head. It was not a reflection of how I feel about you or a flea. The email was not meant to be harsh. Hearing you read my email made me realize my overreaction. I'm bummed, but I know it's a sign of the times as my business is down as well. The teabagging bit in your discussion of doubt gives me a pull idea. It might be too complicated, but we'll see. The teabagging bit reminds me of a hilarious scene in the John Waters movie Pecker. It was that movie that I first learned about teabagging. So the idea is something like, other than a porno, what's the most educational movie you've ever seen? <laughs> and she's got doubt, Godfather. Hotel Rwanda, and Schindler's List. In George's honor, could you please play the mo' bit with George on the comb? Have a great day. You too, Tracy. Apology accepted. The fake Tom Jicka says you speaking of Bal Harbor. Although not on Biscayne Boulevard, it's on Collins. It certainly is pretentious. I wonder if Margaret is still around. And somebody points out that Phil Henry's character, Margaret, was from Bell Harbor. Are you sure? Positive. Ron Bailey says, send that bonus to George, you schmuck. No, I will not. I'll do with it whatever the hell I want to do with it. Ron Bailey. See what I mean about these people? Life instruction. Do this. Don't do that. Do this. Do that. Say this. Don't say that. Screw you. Send that bonus check to George. George has got a bonus coming. And, of course, in his case, he'll have it by the end of the year. Now, where's the one that says, change the subject? Bell Harbor is on the beach at 94th Street, A1A, going north to Holover Inlet. Thanks, Sam. Bell Harbor Mall. Yep. Haven't been there in a 100 years. Is it still there? It's there. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Oh, here you go. Lobby Boots says, can you talk about something else besides George? Let him rest in peace. Joe Bell now... Wants to get another 19 years out of a corpse? When you said these people were grave robbers, you hit it on the head. Have Flea do a tap dance and sing some Shirley Temple songs. (laughs) See you in the lobby, it says. Whatever that means. Do you understand what that means? No. Lobby boots. Oh. Tim says it was good to hear that George is moving along. See, there is no subject on the show. The subject is whatever you people write the emails about. So don't give me a song to dance about. I'm supposed to change the subject, just like I'm supposed to send my bonus check to George, and I'm supposed to send him a zillion dollars and, and all this other stuff. Do this, do that. Don't do this. Screw you. Don't even waste the effort typing it out because it, it goes in one ear and out the other ear. Okay? Them. Yeah. Bunch of yentas. Anyway, Tim says, I wish George Locke in finding a good number of commercial sponsors willing to make a go of it. Maybe he could bring a sponsor along for his visits and do a spot like Drew Rosencrantz does on the Joe Rose Show. <laughs> That's a possibility. Yeah. They'd like that. I hope the block feature for the new phone system manages to work in keeping the show rid of Be My Friend and Jamba Freaks. No, not Be My Friend. I'm your friend. Get it right, Tim. Is the mall you're thinking about the shops at Bal Harbor? That's the one. Still there, huh? I bet you Neiman Marcus ain't there anymore. I used to have a Neiman Marcus and a Saks Fifth Avenue credit card. Wow. Never used either one of them. Thank God. How about Jay Byron's? Yeah, I had that. What a dump that was. Oh, yeah. That that was that was like a a make-believe store, a phantom store. That was like four steps down from Kmart. <laughs> yeah, Jay Byron's. That was a dumpy store. There was a Jay Byron's in the um, fountain shops in Plantation. The store that I loved... I've said this a billion times, with Jordan Marsh from Boston. Jordan Marsh. I wonder if Jordan Marsh is still in Boston, do you think? I don't know. I like Marshall Fields a lot. Do you? it's That's also in the plantation shops. Really? Everything that goes in there eventually goes out of business. I don't know why. Like that White, white Mountain Creamery ice cream place. That place was awesome. Great stuff. They lasted about five minutes. I bet you that pet store is still there, though, Doggy Heaven or whatever it is. And what's the restaurant that I love? Two J's. That's in the same plantation shops. Well, I don't know. There's just something strange about that mall. Nobody stays in business there. It's still there. I, I know that. Don't you think I've been down there recently, like two weeks ago? Oh. I know I'm out of touch. You're out of touch, Neil. We need you back in South Florida so you can touch this. No, thanks. Speaking of that, it says, I heard guilty. Maybe this is a blessing. He was bitching that they didn't give him a key card to the new building. <laughs> but the people who are there never got one. I don't know what that means. It says Pete the Chronic. It says, let's invite Joe to a fake remote and then blank. You hear the sirens? Yep. I don't think that's an accident. That's not just a coincidence. Pete the Chronic had something evil in mind, I'm sure. So uh, Jolly Joe is not going to come to George's uh, party, huh? No. Do you blame him? No, I don't blame him at all. If you were he, would you show up there? No way. Be ugly. Wouldn't it be ugly? Yeah. Fat man after dark apologizes. And boy, if anybody owes an apology, he's one of them. Man. He says, I apologize for my caustic email last week. It was wrong for me to put blame at your feet when I don't know everything going on. And nobody can really comment on the George situation because we don't know the entire story and we never will know. I will remain a loyal listener and hope you accept my mea culpa in the sincere manner in which I mean it. Fat Man After Dark. I accept it, but don't do that again, please. You know when people claim to be loyal listeners and they love you and blah blah blah, and then something happens that's beyond your control, and then they wanna they wanna bury you for it. That's not a good deal. It's like all those good friends I had on MySpace. Boy, every single one of them, every one of them vanished. Except Brandon. Brandon, and I was on the other email. Every one of them vanished, disappeared. Out of uh, 16, you know what that reminds me of? Yeah. I'm your friend. All those, uh, yeah. Thanks for the ad. I'm your friend. No, you're not. You're some anonymous goofball out there on the uh, on the internet. Of course, you're big on that stuff—Facebook and Twitter—and you also do MySpace. I used to. I haven't been to it in a long nah, time. ages. Yeah, mainly Facebook. Well, that's it. You're you're a trendy guy. You know that's that's where it's at now. Everybody's doing Facebook. Not me. I refuse. Jimmy says, this is unreal. I was unable to listen last Monday, or since last Monday. You hinted it was a possibility that George was going to be gone, but I didn't take it seriously. I thought it was just a shtick. Well, all you people that kept accusing us of it being a shtick, it's the next Monday. Is George here now? No. No. Is he coming back tomorrow? No. No, maybe on the phone for a few minutes, I hope. says, I'm sorry, man. It must suck for you. Jolly Joe has no breaks, I guess. Poor Ken didn't even cool down, and Jolly Joe is attempting to kill some more people. I know you have to. Look. <coughs> I know you have to look in the mirror every once in a while, Joe. I consider George my friend, even though I didn't know him personally. How much money could you possibly save, you piece of Joyce? I'm going to keep on listening, but QM is crap. Um, they something away from they took away from the show that makes the most. I don't get it. Flea, I'm not going to hate on you, although you should tell the truth about everything, which I don't think you have. Have you told the truth about everything? Yes. Wow. Oh. You sure? Yes. Positive. Positive. And also to fire George the way they did, where everybody else knew but Neil and George, it's low, Joe. Whatever anyone thinks about George, he deserved better. He definitely deserved better, says Jimmy, who is really pissed off. You can tell. You can tell by the type. It's hopping off the page. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Hopping off of there. Hopping mad. Key West Dancer says Hawaii sucks. Neil, nice place to visit and do the tourist things, but no, not a great place to live. Spent 22 months on Oahu, lived outside Honolulu, bad drug problems, had windows smashed out of two vehicles at two different locations. Apparently individuals were looking for a spare change, mister. Last draw, somebody tried to break into my house. My wife said enough is enough. She hated the place like poison. So evidently they're gone. And once they're gone, they're just gone. They're not going back. I haven't been there in so many years. I couldn't come, and I know. I know the last time I was there it was so crowded you couldn't drive from the airport into like Waikiki. I mean, I, I did, but with my rental car. But wow, it was just a nightmare. It took forever. Lots of Japanese people there. Oh yeah, Japan. The Japanese bought up the whole islands. Now, now the way you say that is that a good thing or a bad thing? I guess either, depending on how you look at the Japanese. I have no problem with them. I don't have any problem with Japanese, except the fact that most of them are very ugly. But... And they're loud. Oh, are they loud? Yeah. Loud Japanese? Because their language just seems so loud. Well, what foreign language doesn't seem so loud? English. Oh, if there's anybody louder than the old Italians at Woodbine, oh my, and the old Ruskis, wow. But the Italian guys and, and the women, but especially the husbands, oh my God, loud. They, th- they think everybody wants to hear what they have to say. Ménage la miseria. That's what I say to you. Loud. There's nothing worse than loud, obnoxious people, you know? In fact, the loud part makes them obnoxious. Right. And don't they realize it? No. When they're talking to somebody who's like two feet away from them, uh, is the other person deaf? Is that the problem? Do you have to scream? Screamers. I've seen a few screamers in my time. Blaming. Jimmy. Oh, I haven't heard from any of those people today. Isn't that strange? Now that we're in our new uh, building, allegedly. Yeah. Haven't heard from the chronic Barry, although the fake Tom Jicka got in there a couple of times. Not the fake Barry, or the fake Jimmy, or the fake Greg Budell, or any of those. 12-13 at 560 WQM. Holy mackinac! This is
5: Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil
0: God. Come on, open up! Open up, I say! Let me in. I got big news. But
6: I ain't got
0: no makeup on. Come on, come on. You ferry open the door.
6: What the news?
0: You see this here? Production starting on Three Stooges movie. Still no decision on who will play Mo.
3: Mo oh, what?
0: Don't you get it, Mallethead? They're thinking about this guy here, Whoa. Benicio del Toro. Yeah, good actor. He makes a great mower, but he ain't no Mo. Yeah. I'm perfect for it. Why I am Mo. Once they get a load on me, it's a cinch I'll get the lead role.
6: Ah! You're
0: dreaming Dreaming, huh? Well, say who's dreaming when I get back from Hollywood Ah, Hollywood at last I think this is the studio right here. Uh, hey, mister, where do you think you're going? <laughs> now, see here. I am Moe Howard and David, and I'm here for the new Three Stooges movie they're making. Well, I wouldn't go into that studio. They're filming a gangster movie in there. Okay, get out of my way. Hello, everybody. I'm here, the starter of your Three Stooges
5: movie. <laughs> and action. <laughs>
1: 1218 at 560 WQM. I don't know what what is with some of you people. Just you know, didn't we didn't we already solve the question about the uh, Neiman Marcus and uh, Sachs was in the Bal Harbour shops? Yes, in Bal Harbour, not the Omni. Okay, the Omni was on Biscayne Boulevard downtown, right near where the old Channel 10 used to be. As a matter of fact, remember the old Channel 10? Yeah. That's where I think uh, they hooked up the trailer and took Ann Bishop's body away. So uh, Sandy couldn't get it. But she eventually got it anyway. Sorry, Jimmy Syphilis. Sarcastic Sam says, just heard you mention Jordan Marsh. You wondered on there whether they're still around. Unfortunately, they're not. Yes, it was a beloved department store here in Boston, but it's gone because it was bought by Macy's. Mm. They turned Jordan Marsh into a Macy's. I believe Macy's did the same thing with Burdines in Florida, made them all into Macy's. Correct. On another note, have you heard the Sri Lankan Tamil Tigers have officially surrendered? Yes. Perhaps the protesters in Toronto have done the same. No. No, the Sri Lankans, which are a terrorist organization, by the way, and they still continue hawking away. Oh, gee, this is wrong, and blah, 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 blah. And they're still uh, pochking around on University Avenue by the U.S. Consulate. Steve asked the Jordan Marsh restaurant at the Galleria Mall in Fort
3: Lauderdale. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo!
1: Well, what are these people talking about? I have no idea. Did I say anything about a Jordan Marsh restaurant? No. I said that Bill Calder's wife used to be the manager of the restaurant at the Neiman Marcus in the Ball Harbor shops. That's what I said. And now we've gone to the Jordan Marsh restaurant, which I don't even remember Jordan Marsh having a restaurant. Did they? I don't know. Oishmoy Jew says, Ball Harbor is the old location for Neiman Marcus, Collins Avenue. All the immigrants moved to the area and put them out of business. Neiman Marcus is out of business in that mall? Yeah, I think they're all gone. Sachs. I haven't seen a Saks either. Wow. Really pretentious for people with a lot of money or people who are pretending to have a lot of money. Right. I know Bloomingdale's is still around down here. Oy! Cliff and Kendall says, I've been mulling over how I feel about Flea. Is Flea prepared to go through the Neil Rogers ringer? Is he ready to have his personal life become part of the show? Well, what what does that mean? I don't know. The only uh, way that George's personal life became a part of the show is by his own choice. Sure. Talking about his mother and how much he hated her and his wife and how much, well, whatever. And his kids. The kid, the dog, the wife. Are you ready to have your personal life become part of the show and go through my ringer? Sure, why not? So far, we know the flea is the size of a jockey. Came from an abusive alcoholic home in uh, Yahoo, Tampa. That That was, you volunteered that the other day on Friday. Yeah. He has Jewish roots, but claims to know nothing about it. True. You know nothing about what, being Jewish? Right. Sounds like the makings of a great radio star. I think I like him so far. I hear the beginnings of good chemistry between you two. Flea is no George Rodriguez, nor should he try to be. No. Don't get too comfortable, Flea. Watch your back. Don't ask for whom the Joe Bell trolls. Joe Bell may troll for you. You may be the next body on the growing WQM trash pile. One thumb up for Flea for now, says Cliff and Kendall. He gave you one thumb up. All right. I, I don't want to tell you where, but... Yeah. Better to have one thumb up in the ear than one foot up your... Rectum. I, that's the way I look at it. Boy, the emails are just pouring in today. Pouring in. Which is good. That's the way I want it. Yeah. Just because we have the ability to take some calls here on the one line that's working, I don't want to get uh, pushed into that. Oh, take some calls, Neil. Now that George got fired, take some calls. Like like one's got something to do with the other. Remember that last week? Them giving me a song? Any excuse for all you chronics to try to get, uh, sucker me into taking phone calls? No way. No way, Jose. So Thursday we get the April rating. Right. That's the way I guess we're going to have to refer to it. It's not a book. It's not an Arbitron. It's the April rating, a month. Yep. Oh, my God. Support the Center for Immigration Studies. Get off of my website. Get off my email. Go away. Go away. Don't go away man. Just go away. Hawaii, by the way, is kicking ass. 200 people want to go to Hawaii. They've never been there before. 100 want to go to Alaska. Ugh. So they can meet up with uh, Sarah Palin. If I went to Alaska, I'd want to meet Levi. Hey, Levi. Mm. You know Levi? Yes. I wonder if Levi wears Levi's. Probably. I've heard the Alaskan cruises are nice. I'll pass. Yeah, me too. Who that wants to go all the way up there? I once picked up a hitchhiker named Chuck Bryan. Who lived in Alaska on some little island that you could only get to by a boat. No, thanks. He was on his way home. Chuck Bryan. Isn't that amazing? You know how many years ago that is? 1976, 75. Wow. 34 years ago, and I remember his name. Chuck Bryan. Let's see. Dear Neil, I spent all weekend catching up with the archives and listening to the inevitable happen. I'm sorry that George is gone. Being selfish, I hope that wherever George ends up, Eric can create a website like yours with his own archive shows. Whenever he would stand in for you, I found his show was good or even better than yours. That was not a shot, by the way. Anyway, good luck with your new knob jockey, Benedict Flea. <laughs> my new knob jockey. Isn't that cute? Did you know you were a knob jockey? Or well, you learn something new every day. Yeah. Benedict Flea. I'm jockeying it. Chuck from Bocas is in my car this weekend. I happened to turn on my radio, which was left on your radio station. As I was backing up my car... The host was asking the audience, who do they think had the best beard in sports? I was so disgusted, I turned the radio off. Who would that have been? Wow. When was it? This weekend. doesn't say when. Mm. It's hard to say without knowing what time. Yeah, what time, what day, what place, what uh, stuff. But that's bad. Mall, here, Look at this. The mall you may be thinking about is either Bell Harbor or the Boca Town Center. I think that has a Neiman Marcus with a restaurant, Chuck from Boca. Not Boca. I don't go to Boca. I don't do Boca, okay? I got nothing to do with Boca. And, and how could it be either <laughs> Pal Harbor Shops or the Boca? Time? I just don't understand. Well,
7: you don't know how many we miles
1: Boca is from downtown Miami? A lot. Many. Fifty. A long ways away. Oh, but they got all those great restaurants at Boca. Good. Have a good time there. Hopefully they don't have a Grand Luxe Cafe there. I don't want to get started on that again because I get so angry when I keep thinking about these phonies who keep. Oh, you're wrong. They'll give it another chance. Well, I gave it one last chance. That was it. No mas. Yeah, my wife doesn't like it either. Oh, horrible! If you're into humongous, gigantic portions of crap, then it's for you. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And there's a lot of schnorrers in Broward. Let's face it; they figure if they get a big, big meal, gigantic portions, and you know, although it's still overpriced, it's not cheap. Have you tried Seasons 52? Never heard of it. You'll like it. It's at the Galleria Mall. Oh, at the Galleria Mm-hmm. It's good. What was the steakhouse I had dinner at uh, the Galleria that time? What the hell is that steakhouse? It's Mm. really good. I don't know. There's no Morton's, though. Morton's is great. Ruth Chris is sensational. Morton's is fabulous. Yeah, there's one by my house. There's a real good one right here in Toronto. Morton's Steakhouse. And they have those desserts, you know, they have to order like a half hour ahead. Mm -hmm. What are you eating desserts for, you old diabetic Jew? What's wrong with you? I don't know. I got a sweet tooth. 1226 at 560
4: WQM. Oh, Neil! You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports Leader, 560 QAM. Oh, good.
5: Good morning, Americans. It's Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. 35-year-old J. Charles Miller has been struggling for years with a minimum wage job. The toothless factory worker from Muskegee will suffer no more. The one-eyed man won the Powerball lottery to the tune of $200 million. I'll say it again, $200 million dollars. His wife, Velma, wanted to do something nice to show her love. She went to the store and purchased a pair of crotchless panties. When she heard her husband come through the door, she yelled, come in here, Jay, and get yourself some of this. When Jay Charles opened the door and saw his wife spread eagle on the bed, he shouted in horror, I don't want any of that, he said. Look what it did to your underwear. Paul Harvey. Good day. Good
1: day? He's still dead, too, by the way, Paul Harvey. Yeah. Well, you got a little uh, prop here from um, Meridian Idaho. Hmm. Byron and Mustard the Wonder Dog. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Says the Mall, Bell Harbor, A1A and 125th Street. That's correct. Flea's doing a great job, it says. Wow. Wow. How do you like that? No, wah, wah, from them. Oh, the restaurant in the Galleria, Capital Grill, and it's awesome, says Glenn. Thank oh, you, yeah. Glenn. That is a good place. Capital Grill is very good. Sam in Boston says, today's poll, and you're mentioning Hawaii, reminded me of my visit, visit there many moons ago. You and Flea are correct that the Japanese brought up all the property in Hawaii. They uh, treat every place as if it's the Tokyo subway during rush hour. Pushing and shoving for no reason, and the airport at the shopping center's main walkway, and the hotel lobby, etc., always pushing and shoving. How do you like that? Hmm. They better quit the pushing and shoving or we'll nuke them again. (laughs) Oh, and the USS Arizona Pearl Harbor Memorial, the Japanese all seem to be in way too happy of a mood, considering this is supposed to be a memorial honoring many people who died tragically. They donned extra wide smiles showing their bad buck teeth, happily snapping pictures of everything. I guess Sam ain't too crazy about the Japanese. No. I don't speak Japanese, he says, but I'm quite sure they were saying, hey, look, this is the place where we bombed the crap out of these round-eyed bastards. In the Honolulu airport, everybody was speaking Japanese, even the employees. We had a question about our flight, and after finally finding somebody who spoke English, I complained that if I wanted to go to a city in the U.S. where nobody spoke English, I'd just go back to Miami. Still, I'd love to return to Hawaii someday, says Sam in Boston. Kershke says, so would this be a private goodbye party for George? No. Uh, if not, you have to be there. I've always wanted to meet you, but never got the chance. This would not be a private party, would it? Nope. Open to the public. Open to the public. Open to the listeners. Yeah. That's the and whole whether point. I would be there is um, dubious, because I'd can't. i have to take a day off. Or maybe two. The Fake Tom Jicka says, Seasons 52 is very good. Love their crab and shrimp appetizer. Their filet is very good, but not Ruth Chris. What? Well, what is? Oh, it all depends on which Ruth Chris you're talking about. If you're talking about the one here in Toronto, it's sensational. The one down there in Fort Lauderdale, last time I was there, disappointing. Really? Yeah. Shocking and disappointing. Here's one that says, can you bring, or this is a Tom jicker still, could you bring back cocktails with Bob and Steve? What does that mean? You have any idea what that means? Because I sure don't. No. My favorite hang segment was Ask the Program Director with Andrew Ass in the Woods. He's dead, by the way, Andrew Ass in the Woods. I could tell you a story about him, but just out of respect for the dead, I won't do it. Shocking story. Oh, so Chef Sparky says there is a sax the, and a Neiman Marcus in Land. I didn't know that. I'd been there for quite a while. Also, the Sports Grill is where Godfather's Pizza used to be that you frequent when I lived, I lived in Kendall on Sunset. Yeah,
3: that's
1: it. That was the original Godfather's Pizza, where Javier, the young Javier, was the manager. Oh, baby, hey Javier. That's uh, like 1970. I don't know nine. I want to say 1980. It's like almost 30 years ago. Yeah, Godfather's is good. Five we used to go. 30, man. Godfather's is not good. It's great. Yeah. Not good. It's great. Too good for South Florida, though. I guess. And now you can go to the Hess Gas Station to get the Erzatz Godfathers, you know? Yeah. They brought some pizza by the station back years ago when I was doing shows down there. They brought some by. It was pretty good. Not like the original, though. The really, really good one was the taco pizza. Oh, my God. With the the lettuce and the little round tomatoes on, cherry tomatoes? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Of course, you can't eat in the air there uh, except on uh, Thursday. Okay. And so, since you're such a big fan of those wings, you got something really to look forward to. Yep. Leo says, "I heard your comment on the fact you don't want to take phone calls on the air." That's correct, Leo. You heard right. I understand your point of view in regard to taking calls. I know there are some stupid people out there who just want to hear their own voice on the radio and speak obscenities. That being said. I must admit that in the past I enjoyed listening to the callers who call into your show and comment on ridiculous things. Please consider taking one phone call an hour. Okay, I consider it, and I decided against it. No. Please consider it. It's been considered. The answer is no, not for now. Maybe when we get the phone system really working. Now, do they have any idea when that's going to happen? Because Joe Rose was so ebullient this morning about the new studios. He was sucking up heavy duty. Well, what happened to him? I don't know. This can't be the same Joe that I used to work with. He used to be an ass-kicker, man. He used to take no crap. Remember the time he wanted to beat the crap out of uh, Greg Reed and Duff Lindsay? I remember that. And he's a big boy. Yeah, Joe could do it. Yeah. Back then, now I'm not so sure. Maybe not. Sounds like he's wimping out. When in doubt, just wimp out. What did you call him this morning? A real Major League suckhole or something like that? Yeah, something like that. God, that was bad. Can you believe How are you going to face him tomorrow? Same way as today. Oh. From the rear, you're going to show them your them. ass? Maybe. Let's see. Now, what is uh, Chef Sparky says the um, sports Grill opened in the mid-'80s right after Godfathers became an institution. The Wings are awesome. It was one of the first sports bars to really make Monday Night Football an event. Miss George and F.U. Joe Bell and that Quisling Clarence. F. Joe Bell and that Quisling Clarence, says Chef Sparky. How do you like that? All right. Don't want to leave Clarence out of the mix. Fake Tom Jicka, who's just out of control today. Pa 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 beep, 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 just crazy person. How could I forget Margaret from and by the way, Mr. Radio emailed again and I blocked him again. Go away, lunatic, lifeless loser. Go away. Tommy says, How could I forget Margaret from Bell Harbor died after trying to jump her car across an open drawbridge on the way to Harvey Weirman's funeral? Sure. Whatever you say, little fake Tommy. Jackie says, okay, now management is pushing their luck. First, they take away everything they could from you and George. Then drove George crazy, worrying about his job and then firing him. Now, messing with the webcast. Get this, management. I listen on the web to hear the Neil Rogers show. Not a damn baseball game. Damn it, says Jackie. A lot of people listen online. Every day between our website and the QM website, there's over 1,000 people listen every day online. Yeah. Every day. Not Wednesday, though. And John says, streaming the Hurricanes game Wednesday makes no sense from the standpoint that many or most of the people who listen online live outside the South Florida area, have little or no interest in the Hurricanes game, but would like to listen to your show as they cannot listen via the radio. Damn it, says John. A lot of people saying, damn it. Well, I guess contractually we have to carry that the game, right? Right. Somewhere. Yep. So just kiss the ground that we're not carrying it on the air. Damn right. it. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Cut it out. Damn it. What time's the uh, George and Sud show coming on? Two o'clock. Damn it. Now at two o'clock, we got the big... Oh! And they tell me he's... Rock solid. Between the ears, anyway. Oh,
4: Neil! You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports reports Later, 560 QAM. Oh! M O N D A Y S U C K S.
7: I know that for many Americans watching right now, the state of our economy... Is a concern that rises above all
3: others.
7: While our economy may be weakened and our confidence shaken, but we are living through difficult and uncertain times, tonight I want every American to know this. We will rebuild, we will recover, and the United States of America will emerge stronger than before. crisis will not determine the destiny of this nation. The answers to our problems don't lie beyond our reach. They exist in our laboratories, in our universities, in our fields, and our factories, in the imaginations of our entrepreneurs and the pride of the hardest working people on earth. Those qualities that have made America the greatest force of progress and prosperity in human history, we still possess in ample measure. What is required now is for this country to pull together, confront boldly the challenges we face, and take responsibility for our future once more. we come together and lift this nation from the depths of this crisis, if we put our people back to work and restart the engine of our prosperity, if we confront without fear the challenges of our time and summon that enduring spirit of an America that does not quit, then someday, years from now, our children can tell their children that this was the time when we performed. Thank you. God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America. 12.47
1: 12.47 at 5.60 WQM. So anyway, uh, I got a couple responses about the movie, Doubt, and the people have seen it, liked it. Okay. But I, I don't know what they made of it. In other words, you know, that's, that's the thing with the movie is, after you watch it, you wonder... I don't know. Yeah. Well, what, what was the real story there? Did he really molest the little kid, or um, did she just make up the whole thing? Or what, what was the real story there, the real deal? Leaves a lot of Doubt. Doubt. And, of course, it's a movie, so what difference does it make what conclusion you come to? Because you can come to any conclusion you want. Right? Yep. Yep. Blackie says, maybe you can do a live remote from George's farewell party. This way you cannot miss work. Who knows? Maybe WQM will pay for your flight. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Blackie, you are, or what time is your show on, Blackie? A real comedian. Mike Johnson says, "The the baseball game on the Internet is Bullschmidt. He says, this is a slap in the face by WQM. If, is there a need to put this meaningless game on the Internet? There are no ratings associated with Internet streaming, so I guess WQM management is showing their ass by putting this game on and slapping the Neil Rogers listeners in the face. Get an additional stream or put the damn ball game on another station. This has me pissed off just a few days after the George situation. The canes blow. By the way, wonder they canning Joe Zygacki? That should be a cost savings. Yeah, they lose money on that hurricane stuff, even the football, I'm sure. Well, that's why they can't put it on another station, because you know what? It costs money. costs money to... to, why, Why don't they put it on that 1470, on that Phantom station? They own it. They do? Yeah. They own it. That's a good question, then. Why don't they put it on Kiss? Can't hurt. Why don't they kiss it? Like Bubba would say, just kiss it. I don't care what they do. They do whatever the hell they want to do anyway, and at least they're not putting it on AM. Although, you know, if they did put it on AM, then we'd get the day off.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Like I said, love that Canes baseball, man. David says, it is so sad, a family broken up. You guys had the second longest partnership next to Howard and Robin. Maybe George can join the Bubba Army in Tampa on XM. I don't wish Tampa on George. He would be great for XM. We'll miss him. Maybe George can start a radio show down here, the Suds and George show. Buttloads, it says. You are the best. And then it says... Oh! That. Rick Johnston says, here's some listener feedback. It's a copy of a letter he sent to Joe Bell. An email? Okay. Long. I have time. You got some time? (laughs) Yeah. If you got the time, I got the line. Dear Mr. Bell, I know you don't know who I am and probably don't care since I'm a listener of the Neil Rogers Show, which you seem to be killing off slowly but surely. I've been listening since the early 90s and have come to expect... George's production work is a benchmark for the show itself. The fact that you fired George speaks volumes as to how much you value the talent you have at your station. Your style of management is what we like to refer to as archaic and part of the old guard. This is chopped off on the right. You, like many others, cannot look beyond the current quarter to realize that there are long-term consequences for your hastily made actions. So you saved some money this quarter. How noble of you. You, um... Your kind is so quick to cut staff in an effort to increase bonuses and then think it's okay to bring in a slew of unpaid interns to make up for the difference. Are you an unpaid intern? Just the unpaid part. Yeah. This just goes to show that, like most typical managers, you're not a team player, and at least not in the sense there's a team amongst the staff at WQAM. The team you play for is the one that can't pass the bottom line, can't get past the bottom line, unable to truly evaluate the worth of people that work for you. Valuate. I'm quite sure that between useless station promotions and quarterly bonuses that you and your cronies receive, you could have kept George on the payroll as an invaluable component of the Neil Rogers show. In case you'd like to counter this by questioning my credentials, I've been in management for over 12 years, have an MBA from a real university, in case you were wondering. I have never let someone go for anything less than performance concerns and have always found other ways to cut expenses instead of arbitrarily reducing staff. I hope you feel good about cutting, uh, about yourself, about cutting a member of the team that brought value to the Neil Rogers show, all in an effort to save a few dollars. Thankfully, the concept of management that you embrace is evolving away from the style that's been in charge for so long, a style that you have embraced and has contributed to the economic concerns we're experiencing today. Your station does not deserve George or the Neil Rogers Show, and your loyalty is perversely skewed. Thank you for your time. I don't require a response. only that perhaps you take some of what I have to say to heart. Next time you decide to frivolously let someone go. Sincerely, Rick. For Mr. Bell. Remember Archie Bell in the Drells? Oh, yeah. Do the tighten up? Love that song. Did you? Mm Mm-hmm. You'd play it if you had George's library there. Soon. If you had that computer. So what's the deal when we go in the other studio tomorrow or Wednesday or whatever day it's going to happen? Should be. Wednesday, maybe. You're going to have, uh, what are you going to have in there? You're going to have the computer that you can play the music off of? I should have everything, yeah. All the stuff? Well. Maybe a microphone, actually, that works? In theory, yes. I I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Because when I asked you last week, it seemed like everything was copacetic. We were all set to rock and roll today, and... I come in this morning, and the first thing I get that email from you is, "Oh, gee, the studio's not done yet," and I'm, and not only that, but you have no air conditioning in that little cubbyhole they've got you in. No, it sounds really like a weird. lawsuit to me. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a lawsuit to me. Stuart Allard Allen Greenstein, Greenstein is dead. Ellie Brecker, she's she has been reduced to writing the obits at the Herald. Poor Ellie. Non-kosher Shorty's owner dead. As a kid, Stuart Allen Greenstein fell in love with the barbecued pork ribs at a little joint called Shorty's on US 1 and Kendall. That's why they built the Metro Rail, so people could get to Shorty's fast. He bought the place in 1980 from founder Shorty Allen, and with three partners, expanded to a 4 restaurant chain. Greenstein, real estate developer, as well as a restaurateur, died Thursday of pancre- pancreatic-, pancreatic cancer. He was 68. Ooh. He did not grow up in a kosher home, joked his daughter, Hope Wolf of Bedford, New York. It's hard to think of one person he's met or comes across that hasn't, he hasn't helped in some way, Wolf said. There were dozens of loans he co-signed on, jobs he invented for an unemployed person he knew. For his 65th birthday, he bicycled through Tuscany, but he also imported, imparted sensible advice. One line I'll never forget, said Larry Greenstein of Hollywood, Why are you taking a nap? You have the rest of your life to sleep. He lived every day like it was a big party, his daughter said. He opened that great bottle of wine. He wore those good clothes. As a teen, he was the official heartthrob of Habonum, a Jewish girls club, according to his first wife and the mother of his children, the former Marsha Nuremberg. The heartthrob of Habonum. His father knew nothing about the restaurant business when he bought shorties with partners Paul Skorek, Rick Wallace, and Clifford McBroom, Larry Greenstein said, but he knew a good business opportunity when he saw it. He loved the food. Maybe he was psychic. Maybe he knew they'd build a metro rail right to his doorstep for a billion dollars. At the funeral, they're having a huge party at the Dural location of Shorty's. Wolf said he'd want everybody eating dirty, messy barbecue. I'm not big on barbecue. Barbecue, uh, to me, I could be wrong, but I think barbecue is mostly for Goyim. Yeah. Am I right? Very. Even you know that. Even yep. an Erzatz Jew like you knows that. Barbecue's for Goyim. Yep. Not that there aren't some Jews who like it, I'm sure, but it's just never been my cup of tea. How many votes we got on the poll? 7.28. If you were offered an all-expense-paid vacation to some U.S. spot you've never been to before, you'd want to visit Hawaii 209, Alaska 104. I don't get the Alaska thing. No. Well, what's the attraction besides, um, what's his name? Levi. Levi. Maybe. Oh, yeah, Levi. Hey, Levi, boy, he's a hot, good-looking young man. He ain't no what's-his-name from the Blackhawks, Patrick Kane. But then again, who is? Alaska 105, Grand Canyon 78, Yosemite 55, Las Vegas 40, San Francisco 31, Nation's Capital, Washington, D.C., 26, Virgin Islands 23, New York 21, and after that, small potatoes. How could there be anybody who's never been to New York? I don't know that was up 183 points what a great Monday it would be even greater if the equipment was working now you now you got the uh, fact stuff now you know which one works right yeah so tomorrow we won't have to repeat this morning's near disaster I'm sitting here at 940 thinking to myself I got no copy for the new uh, spot I got I got no log no schedule it's like doing a show like stark naked oh, no.
4: Neil Well, here we go again. On South
1: Florida's point. No complaints. Oh no. I got caught in the other room when I'm looking for a toothpick. Hello. This is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one for two hour. They got the best herb that you ever seen Ask
3: anybody in that neighborhood They tell you this the country where the ganja be good man has some he want to sell And from a mile away you can detect the smell of smoke Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke He light up the spliff and talk.
7: Smoke, ganja, smoke Smoke, smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke, the ganja
0: be good. You can carry lots of herb in the gunny sack. Smoke
2: it every day until your lungs turn black. With all the money that we have made, Jamaica doesn't need any foreign aid. American tourists come here and say, Got nothing like this in the USA. They smoke, smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. They light up the spliff and talk. They begin to cough and choke. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. The
3: ganja be good.
2: I like to smoke, the giants live whenever you can. Many people coming here from miles around to buy the herb for you, buy the ounce and the pound. Rastaman say to her, you are you right? The ganja be good tonight. And then they smoke.
3: Yeah. Smoke, ganja, smoke, smoke. Absolutely. They light up the spliff and talk. Smoke, ganja, smoke.
1: Smoke, smoke, can smoke, smoke, the can't you be good. Oy! 103 at 560 WQM, happy Monday to you. And uh, Flea is in the new building, not in our studio because it isn't ready yet. Right. He's in a broom closet with no air conditioning. Now you're filing a formal protest on this? Well, it's an unusual punishment. It's actually getting cooler in here now so maybe the AC's working. Well, is there a vent? Uh, yes and let me see if something's blowing out of it yeah put your put your uh, hand or your head or stick your thing in there and see if there's any uh, air circulating. Would that be something if we got some AC in the little room? Oh oh yeah nope. that would be quite an accomplishment. Because you know what Joe Rose said this morning? No complaints. Great studios, man. The best. No,
3: there's Instead nothing the, coming out.
1: There's nothing, nowhere? No. The AC is on in my place here. Oh, that's nice. I'm going to need it this week, too. It's going to be in the 70s. 70s, folks! Oh! oh, yeah. 73, 75, 77. The real Phil says in my earlier email, I mentioned having George on the show only because I thought it would piss off QM management, not because I thought it would make for good radio. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> What, what kind of a shot is that? And, it, and then, and interestingly enough, it didn't piss them off. Joe Bell sent me the email saying, oh, feel free to have George on as often and whenever you want. We're just not going to pay him, that's all. Yeah. And we're not going to pay you either. No. So don't be, uh, don't be getting too cocky about it. Phil says, by the way, Phil Henry was a guest voice on King of the Hill last night. Are you sure? Along with Tom Petty. He did the voice of a Canadian. I had no idea it was him until I saw his name in the credits. Well, good luck to you, Phil. The fake Phil and the real Phil and the make believe Phil, are, are you Phil sure Phil Henry, everybody, all the Phil's And Paul Harvey Jr., which he never did. Remember I told you last week he said, Call me, and he gave me a phone number, which I'm not going to call him and he should know that. Right. And then I said, Well, if you've got something you want to talk about or tell me, uh send me an email. He never did. No. I, I just don't understand people sometimes. In fact, with these emails I really I thought I had a little bit after all these years talking to people et cetera, and doing all these shows. I thought I had a little insight as to the human mind and human nature. I don't. Oh, middle school shooting in Louisiana, La Rose, Louisiana. The
5: student is in critical but stable condition, according to uh, La Parish Sheriff Craig Weber here.
7: No one else was hurt as far as a motive. The sheriff and uh, investigators do not have a, a motive just yet as, as to why the student uh, did this. The principal would not say... Uh...
1: Crazy people and kids with guns, boy. That's the American effing way. Crazy people and kids with lots of guns. <laughs> You get pissed off like that bit says, shoot somebody. Got a couple of dead people. I usually do the obits in the beginning. But I did not. That's your fault. Sorry. <laughs> Frank Alletter. A-letter, I don't know how you say his name. A-L-E-T-T-E-R. How would you say that? Alletter? Sure. I don't know. I've heard of him, but I, and it's got a picture of him here. Veteran character character actor who starred in the 1960s situation comedies Bringing a Buddy and It's About Time. Died... Wednesday, last Wednesday, at his home in Tarzana, California, he was 83. That's old enough. Yeah. Unless you're 82. The cause was cancer, his daughter told the L.A. Times. Mr. Alder acted on stage and in films he was best known for his TV roles. And bringing up Buddy 6061, he played played Buddy Flower, an investment counselor, living with his spinster aunts. And I'm not going to say aunts. Do you say aunt? No. No, no, nobody other than pseudo-intellectual... Posers, nobody says aunt. Oh, how's your aunt doing? And it's about time, 66, 67, he played an astronaut who travels back to the Stone Age. He had regular roles on the Carol Williams show as the star's husband. And in Nancy, he appeared as a guest star more than 100 series, including Perry Mason, The Lucy Show, Lucy, Mash, Kojak, All in the Family, Fantasy Island, Murder, She Wrote, and Dallas. In a frequently rerun episode of The Twilight Zone from 63, he played a colonel in a story about an astronaut who returns to Earth in a parallel universe. He also appeared in the 55 film version of Mr. Roberts with Henry Fonda and Jim, Jimmy Cagney. He was survived by his wife at 25 years. I never heard of him. I did hear of him, though. Frank Allard. I see yeah. the picture. I don't recognize him. No. If you saw the picture, you definitely wouldn't recognize him. He was on MASH, though. That was a good show. No, it was not. You liked MASH? I liked MASH, yeah. The I early hated MASH. it. The early MASH. I didn't like the, I didn't even like the mishmash. I didn't like it. You don't like anything, Neil. Whatever people like, you hate it. Robert Choate is dead at 84. Consumer advocate pushed for healthier cereals. I guess maybe it didn't work that well for him, although 84 is not bad, wouldn't you? You wouldn't mind living for 84. I'll take it. His rankings of the breakfast foods, which found that most were just empty calories, launched a national debate and changed the industry. He was also devoted to social justice issues. Robert B. Choate. An engineer turned consumer advocate whose campaigned against sugary breakfast cereals led manufacturers to bolster the nutritional value of their products died May 30 at a retirement community in Lemon Grove in San Diego County. It was 84. The cause was complications, complications, which I think I'm getting them of dementia. Whoa. I'm getting it. I think they the pressures. I think that's what they're trying to do to me, your buddy Joe Bell. Break me mentally. Dementia. You know, and then he can always say, Oh, I told you I was worried about Neil's health. I know he was a breaking. In nineteen seventy, Cho who had been involved in campaigns against poverty and hunger, made the headlines when he testified on nutrition information for consumers at a Senate subcommittee hearing in Washington. Using data provided by manufacturers, he ranked sugar smacks Fruit Loops and Lucky Charms and 57 other popular cereals by their Nutritive Value and found that at least 40 offered such poor nourishment they were essentially empty calories. (laughs) From a a cereal called Fruit Loops? That's crazy. You never heard of Fruit Loops? Yeah, I have You're out of the loop, mister. It's all sugar. You never heard of Fruit Loops? Yeah, of course I have, yeah. What's wrong with you? Lucky Charms. Don't we have that bit called... I'm I'm playing a lot of old stuff today. You notice that?
3: Yeah.
1: All this week I'm doing that because you're in the new building. New building, old stuff. Swine flu claims a new victim. Uh-oh. Swine flu outbreak. Oh, there's one more. You notice now that it's uh, spreading a little bit, they don't want to overdo it. They don't, don't want to overact like they did in the beginning because they, they took a lot of crap, and rightfully so, the media. Right. For getting everybody in panic. Oh, you're all going to be dead by the end of the month. Oh, it's the swine flu. Don't be looking at Parky. Oh. <laughs> The cereal industry attacked his findings as misguided and erroneous, but within a year, the nutritional content of the majority of the products on his widely publicized list had been boosted to respectable levels. Hmm. Like Cheerios now, they make you live to 200 if you eat Cheerios, I think. Yeah. They reduce your cholesterol, they give you good bowel movements. That's a word. I don't like Cheerios. No, me neither. Crappy cereal. If you're going to eat, I, I don't eat cereal. But if you're going to eat cereal, Frosted Flakes... You know what you would like then? You would like Smart Start. It's like an adult... Never, never heard of it. It's like an adult Frosted Flakes. It's good. Really? Yeah. Never heard of it. Smart Start? Yeah, it's really good. Fart Start? Yep. That too. Forty years ago, Cho was one of only a handful of activists focused on hunger and nutrition issues, and his crusade against unhealthy cereals led millions of people to change their eating habits, according to Ralph Nader, the unctuous and the repetitive presidential candidate who just doesn't get the message. By the way, Ralph Nader made a big difference in his last, uh, last election, didn't he? Not... Finally, because it was a landslide, landslide. Public said, we've had enough of this crap. Although I think they're bringing some of the old crap back, it looks like to me. I I hope I'm wrong, but doesn't it seem like they're bringing some of the old crap back? Yeah. But nevertheless, Dow's down, they're up 177. 177. The designer of the prisoner of war flag died.
4: And a barbed wire and a watchtower in the background with the words... P-O-W-M-I-A. You are not forgotten. Newt Heisley drew his black and white flag in 1971. It quickly became a symbol of the nation's heartache for those missing in action from the Vietnam War.
1: And now he's dead. I didn't get any more uh, response on that movie, Doubt. Oh, and Barry Jackass sends me the same thing again that he already sent me once before. Why, Why don't you give up, Fake Barry? about the new rating uh, service I'm gonna read it on the air but I'm not gonna read the uh, name of the rating because we've been told we can't I I don't understand that Do you understand it you're you're close to the uh, inner circle of lunatics there I think that they feel if if people talk about it on the air it may influence the results well didn't we talk about arbitron in the diaries for years and years Yeah, and I don't think you're supposed to do that either well sure we are more, more. Why
3: not? I don't know. And they're getting, like, lawsuits against them and stuff. Arbitron's in some trouble right now.
1: Who's in trouble? Yeah. I'm going to do the break first, and I'll read this very carefully. And I'll just put a mm-hmm. where that word is, you know? hmm So you'll know. You'll know. Nobody else will. Oh, you'll
4: know. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports, sports later, 560 QAM.
6: Beware of exploding balls. Kenny and Bo.
8: Yelly's joining us again today.
6: What? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe Virginia Tech canceled football training. <laughs> That's not right. I'll tell you what's not right. After 9-11, all sports was canceled for almost a week. I was in withdrawal.
0: You were doing a show the morning of 9-11, right? Yeah. Well, how'd you handle that?
6: I'm proud to say we kept right on talking about the Miami
0: Hurricane. Oh, no. I don't know, (laughs) Gildy. Something like that happens. I might have to put sports aside for a little bit. That's
6: why you're not going to last as long as I have.
0: Dude, people were jumping to their death. Our our shores were attacked, man. That wasn't a good situation. What the
6: Sport so let
0: mean. me get this right. Uh, there's nothing more important in life than sports, right?
6: I don't care if my house was burning down with my family trapped inside. Nothing will lift my head from the sports page. You want job security at QAM? It's sports, sports, sports. If you want to work here, sports.
0: Hey, Gildy, come here. Come here. I, I want to show you something.
6: Huh? <laughs>
1: 118 at 560 WQM. Boy, I haven't played that in a long time. Nope. Why not? I don't know. It's cute. You were a big fan of the Kenny and Blow Morning Show. Oh, God. I think you were one of the worst haters of that show. It was terrible. Was it really? It was bad. Well, if that's the case, it was so bad. How come we got Blow Camp around here at 7 at night with his um, oh. .5 share? And speaking of that, here's here's an email from the fake Wayne Heisinger. It says, I have a message for WQM management. If they want to learn how to mail a check, listen to the Neil Rogers show. You mail it in every day. And that says, bah, ba bah, bah. Only three of them. Bah. You mail it in every day. Now, use Canadian stamps. You forgot about that, Baldy. Are we mailing it in? No. And you'll be thrilled to know, and maybe you won't, I am, that the bonus check not only has arrived, but it's in the bank. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's not that much. Send it to George right away. W. B. Walt says Cheerios kick ass. Slice up some bananas and strawberries on top. Some stick some silk non-dairy soy milk in the bowl. Mmm, good. He says. Mmm, yeah. I'll take your word for it. I don't like Cheerios. No, me neither. I don't eat cereal. I mean, I eat a whole bunch of carbs. I eat ice cream and candy and crap that I definitely should... I should be dead from eating it, and someday I will be. Anyway, getting back to Barry Jackass, because I know you're breathlessly hanging on the edge waiting for this. Boy, there sure are a lot of emails. Man, going back all the way... I I haven't got back to stuff from Friday. Barry Jackass says, FCC formally launches inquiry into the... new rating service. In his notice of inquiry... We see comment on issues relating to the commercial use of a radio audience in a measurement device developed by Arbitron Inc. known as a portable... Can I read it? No, I wouldn't. A portable... ...meter or... ...broadcasters, media organizations and others have raised concerns about the... ...use of the and its potential impact on audience ratings of stations that are programming targeted to minority audiences and consequently on the financial viability of those stations. Yeah, the the minority stations in this market really need some additional help. Not, my God, they claim that the current methodology undercounts and misrepresents the number and loyalty of minority radio listeners. Well, Well, that could be really good for us. Right. They assert that because audience ratings affect advertising revenues, undercounting minority audiences could negatively affect the ability of these stations to compete for advertising revenues and to continue to offer local service to minority audiences. They express concern that such undercounting could particularly affect the ratings of local urban-formatted radio stations that broadcast programming of interest to African-American and Hispanic audiences. Oh, yeah, they're so under underrated in this market for years. Not. This NOI investigates the impact of methodology on the broadcast industry as well as whether the audience ratings data is sufficiently accurate and reliable to merit the Commission's own reliance on its rules, policies and procedures. Do you understand that? Not really. Double talk. Sound like double talk to me. a beep, bada boop, but a bop. Well we'll see. We'll see Thursday morning. Boy, there's gonna be a lot of heavy duty pressure. And how's that going to work now with the fax machine? Is the fax machine, like, way down the hall or something? Yeah, down the hall and downstairs. Oh, so how's that going to work with you faxing me the numbers? That's going to be a mission. Oh, boy. Maybe we can get Clarence to do it. Yeah, Clarence, he'll, he'll do it. Boss him around a little bit. Kick him in the ass. So how's the married life for Clarence? Is he uh, looking better these days or what? I mean, happier? Or... He looks about the same. Oh, that's not good. Well... Rick and West Palm says, A word about George, it was overdue and the station is making a good move. Hostile. Just another bird getting his wings clipped. Another non-entity complete with fave voice who thinks he's a talent. Like the bird, he should just thank his stars he was overpaid for years to rub shoulders with an icon and run his hole about Schmidt nobody except him and a few misfits care about. Boy, this is caustic. Like the bird, he's unaware that they could put a broomstick on here in your time slot and get ratings. (laughs) Hey, don't don't suggest it. They'll do it. Right, it's cheaper. Well, maybe not. When he lands on his feet, bra- bagging groceries at Winn-Dixie, he needs to realize and accept that, and not be thankful. And uh, what is it? And be thankful, not bitter. You'll disagree, and I'm sure he's a great guy, but he's not a radio talent. There are many people like myself who've listened for twenty years, who've never called or written, who feel likewise. If you're, if you're something, is the radio? That's just the way it is. I, I can't read. It. It's chopped off. I'm writing as a longtime fan of yours. My mom used to listen to you from way back when, when you came out at 8 p.m. in the late 70s, from the Holy Joes to the Hallandale days to being taken off the air and returning to kick WNWS's ads, the Zeta to the present. I noticed she left IOD out of there. Probably just a slip. I still have a dozen tapes from those days. A friend moved away in the early 80s. At his request, I would tape shows from time to time and mail them so we could get his fill. If you or anyone wants them, I'd be happy to send them to the station. There are some classics, especially when you and the bird and Jicka were leading up to Alan Burke filling in for the 2 p.m. host. When the hell was that? After the field that you had with him for hours before his arrival, it's a wonder he showed up. I don't remember Alan Burke filling in for anybody on IOD or any station I worked on, but nevertheless. On behalf of my family and friends, I want to thank you for so many laughs over the years you've given us. It's a shame you weren't national long ago. I remember your great commentary from everything from religion the Miami riots, presidential elections, and everything in between. Nobody can combine thought-provoking discussion with comic genius like you, Neil. Thanks again, and best of luck in the future. Rick in West Palm Beach. Kissy, kissy. Wow, what a suck-up that is, huh? Yeah. Rips George's ass and then kisses my ass big time. I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. Oh, you sent me this this morning. I never got to it. I better start using some of these things that you send me. You're going to stop sending them. No, I'll keep sending them. A woman named Allison McDaniel filed a sexual harassment lawsuit against Justin Tinkerbell and three of his business partners today. The highlight of the suit being her claim that during her time as manager in Timberlake's New York City restaurant, she was locked in a room with two male managers as they watched porno and laughed at her when she started to cry. McDaniel claims Tinkerbell business partners Aiton Sugarman and Ronnie Kaplan, I wonder if he's candid David Sugarman, are guilty of violent and discriminatory conduct. McDaniel, 29, said her job as GM became an X-rated nightmare in which she was spit on, pelted with expletives, and subjected to porn. <laughs> wow. In at least one instance, defendant Sugarman and Kaplan viewed pornography while in a locked room with McDaniel and made fun of her when she began crying. The suit filed in Manhattan Supreme Court claims McDaniel, who worked at the 2nd Avenue restaurant for a year, was fired after she wrote a memo complaining of the harassment the suit claims. Her claims are almost hard to believe because the scenario which she describes with the porn is so outlandishly, unthinkably illegal. Her lawyer probably saw nothing but a talking bag of money sitting across the desk when Allison explained all of this. A talking bag of money. That's what it, when we when we have that party for George, the going away party. Yeah. Everybody bring a talking bag of money, or or even a silent one is good. <laughs> oh, Neil. Yeah.
4: You're to Quiet Neil bag. Of money. Well, here big we go sack. Again. On South Florida's sports later, 560 Q A M. Hi, this is Larry King, and they don't come any better than Neil Rogers. I
6: hate you, daddy. Daddy, you suck. Eat my shorts, daddy, idiot
2: there's two things i know for sure daddy you're a loser she was sent here from heaven and she's daddy's little girl i went bathroom in my pants thank god for all of the joy in my
5: life i think mommy cheats
2: oh, on you but most of all. For Oh, always here? Oh, with all that I've done wrong I must have done something wrong Daddy, why don't you get a job? To deserve a hug every morning And butterfly kisses at night Daddy, you smell like
3: beer.
4: Sweet 16 today I'm dropping out of high school. She's looking like her mama
7: a little more every day.
2: Daddy, I'm pregnant. One part woman, the other part girl. I don't know who the father I'm is. Makeup from ribbons and
4: I have to turn tricks
2: Tying for cats.
4: I drove the car into a tree. But
2: I remember.
4: Can you just send me some cigarettes?
2: Butterfly kisses at night.
0: Bought a dose for the bridegroom.
2: She'll change her name today. Dad, I'm getting married again. She'll make a promise and I'll give her away. Dad, that's my ass. Standing in the bridegroom just staring at her.
4: I think I have syphilis. She
2: asked me what I'm thinking and I said, I'm not sure. No, I've got to let her go. Hey pop, we're moving in.
4: in the morning, and butterfly kisses. Dad, I have some news. I'm a lesbian. Oh my god.
1: 132 at 560 WQM. Well, that's just in time for Father's Day. What was that coming up? This uh, Sunday or next week? Uh, you don't know uh, cuz you not no father. It's in June, isn't it? Get out of here. Is it? Father's Day, yeah, I think it's in June. Oh, well, let me let me google it. Memorial Day's on Monday. Yeah. And Father's Day, I believe, is in June.
3: Like the 15th, 14th, around there? Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm Googling it. Father's Day, 2009. June 21st. Boy, it's a, it's a month away, a month and three days. Told you. Anyway, uh, Father's Day, i got to play that every year. Butterfly Kisses. used to get a lot of requests for that back in the day when we had an audience. We'll see this Thursday morning when that new uh, beep, beep, beep thing comes out, yep. whether we got an audience or not. Now, let me ask again, is this going to look the same as the ones before, as the other ratings? Or, Well, the information delivered is the same, so I'd imagine it looks the same, but I'm just guessing. In other words, you know what I know. Right. And if you knew Susie like I knew Susie, Tony says, typical of a company that wants to keep people down that are smarter than the bosses. From listening to George do the shows when you were on vacation, he came across as a very intelligent person. He must have been a threat to management's ego and jobs. His ability to discuss the Bible from his experience on the inside of the church were invaluable to show the flaws of religion. The best way to keep your position in life is by keeping smart people under your thumb. Some societies do that by depriving people of an education. Look at how all those male-dominant countries have denied education to their women. Keep them in the dark and feed them schmidt. Kind of like Flea is today in the dark in OAC. Yeah. In a broom closet. As with the Lone Ranger, he needs a sidekick, and that was George. George was a great sidekick and will be sorely missed. I wish George the best in life. and know that he'll land on his feet as he was a talent. Please continue as the Lone Ranger in this market that tells the truth and <laughs> backs it up with facts. <laughs> the Lone Ranger. Yeah, when was the last time you heard a Lone Ranger reference? Oh, a oh. long time ago. Yeah. Last time Tonto stopped by for a wampum. What next? I'm a loyal listener will continue to listen every day until the Lone Ranger rides into the sunset. Boy, he's Lone Ranger intensive, this Tony. Yeah. Don't let the grave robbers drive you out of the business. Thanks for all the joy you bring into people's lives on a daily basis. In closing, Joe Bell sucks with several exclamation points, says Tony. Wow. Diego Decal sends me a copy of a letter he sent to Mr. Bell. He says it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand the value of a superb radio host has to offer an attracting and maintaining listeners. It takes more than a good voice or talking about the same material everybody else is broadcasting. It takes humor, spontaneity, cleverness, continuous innovation, and having a sixth sense. Neil is a king in all his right, but amazingly so, George made it better. He laid quietly in the background, but everything was under full control. He jolted the monologue with his sharp comments and wise contributions. Both he and Neil made a great team, one that always promised the best there is to offer. As a manager, anyone can take the scalpel to dissect figures and faces to work the numbers. But where you're mistaken and being a fool, there are places you can cut and others that make you inadequate for your job. Sincerely, Diego Decal. What kind of a name is that, Diego Decal? Mm-hmm. Besides fake. Mike says, Neil, I sent the following email to Joe Bell. I'm serious, I'm gone. The only thing I don't understand is why you keep Norma. Mike is gone. I've listened to Neil for almost 30 years from a lot of different stations. You took away the funny bits, the farts, etc., the sounds, like they play in kids' cartoons, the food, and now George. I will not listen to your station again. I will miss Neil, but it's not really the Neil Rogers show anymore anyhow. Please put up a billboard on I-95 if you ever come to your senses or decide to make money again. Otherwise, I will never know. Goodbye. So long, Neil. Mike. Mike Fagan. Bye, Mike. Just like, uh, what's her name, last week? What was her name?
3: I don't Tracy? Remember.
1: Yeah, Tracy. Tracy apologized today. She said, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, uh, you know, and maybe, maybe Mike the same thing, although I doubt it. I think Mike is gone. The fake Phil and Pompano says, just listening obliquely to the show, I can't discern any difference between Flea on your show or George. The difference, I suppose, will be what he does in your absence. I tend to agree with the guy who characterized this as a vendetta against you, Neil, like waking up in your bed and finding George's severed head beneath the covers. Oh. Gross. Yeah. By the way, what's the proper spelling of that South Florida sound of disapproval? Bah, I think he spells it B-E-H-H. Bah. Well, it is what it is. Sorry about this turn of events if you're listening, George. Love you guys and best of luck to Flee. says the fake Phil and Pompano. Dow's up 176 points. Wow. You got any money in the stock market? I bought some Citibank at a buck 40. And what is it now? It's like three-something. Three cents? Oh, three dollars? It's a good selling opportunity, I think. <laughs> oh, wait wait till Maria B. chimes in we haven't heard from her yet today maybe Maria will give you a heads up and heads down New York City has its first swine flu death.
4: That When you have something like lung disease or diabetes, your, your immune system can't handle flu the way a healthy person can.
1: So is it is it typical of the
4: flu to get that sick that quickly? You know what, sometimes it is typical of the flu to get that sick that quickly. I was just talking to a flu expert a little while ago, and he said if someone has an underlying condition, they...
1: I was just thinking to myself, she is so Jewish, and her name is Elizabeth Cohen. She's the senior medical correspondent for CNN. Mm-hmm. I guess I was right, huh? She is so New York Jewish, Elizabeth Cohen. Oy. That's what I was thinking. Neil, how are you feeling today? You sound a little under the weather. This was on Friday. You should think about phoning it in next week. Nice time for a dry run before the summer. Watch them scramble. Let's see how high Fleek flea can jump. Probably would end up right on Joe Bell's fat ass, it says. <laughs> Do you understand?
3: I had one in my mouth once.
0: Little GTO The 65 Pontiac GTO It's the swing's car 1965 The year of the quick wide track There's a little GTO in every new GT 37 And you don't have to be over 30 to afford it That's pure Pontiac Pontiac GTO for 1967 Isn't it time you decided to
5: ride the wide track winning streak? Want to see something really exciting?
2: GT, bucket seats,
0: full carpeting, and even a real walnut dash. No price one.
5: One of the wide-track Tigers from Pontiac. In
7: 1977, the Pontiac Trans Am is destined to become America's number one sports car.
0: Machine that really flies, get a Firebird, a Pontiac Firebird, the magnificent five from Wide Track Country, flying out of your Pontiac dealers in mass formation. Check out a Firebird today. You'll find one to fit your personality and your pocketbook. Everything from a 165 horse overhead cam Firebird fun machine to the fabulous 325 horsepower Firebird
2: 400.
0: 1971 Le Mans T-37, when Pontiac builds a low-priced hardtop, it doesn't look low-priced. And the luxurious Firebird Esprit, they're all pure Pontiac, and all at your Pontiac dealers today.
1: No moss. No moss. No more uh, Packard, no more Studebaker, no more Henry J. Henry J. was a neat little car. Did you ever see one of those? Oh, yeah. Had the tail fins like like a little Cadillac. No mas. 789 on the poll. We're gonna go over 800 during the show today. Is that nifty or what? That's nice. If I were offered an all-expense-paid vacation to some U.S. spot I've never visited before, I'd want to visit blank. Hawaii, 229. Alaska, 117. I still don't get that. Grand Canyon, 83. Yosemite, 59. Vegas, 45. Where's New York on here? 26. 26. Twenty-six people out there who have never been to New York want to go there badly. Hmm. I can't believe there's twenty-six people who've never been to New York. How could you? How could you live beyond the age of like ten, and not be in New York at some point? You've been in New York many times. Me too. Nothing like that New York pizza, man. Ooh, that's good stuff. On Thirty-fourth Street. Oh, brother. Nothing like it. Alan in Alexandria, Virginia says, this is a shot at George. Okay. Not too many of those, thank goodness, and, and rightfully so. Been listening since January 1998 after my now deceased great aunt in Lauderdale Lakes fell and broke her hip and she had no other family to assist and I had to go there. I listened to work almost every day. Not Wednesday you won't, Alan. I don't miss George at all. I found him unentertaining. The point of any radio TV show is to entertain, and George didn't do it for me. In terms of his other duties as a producer, I have no clues to how he handled that aspect of the job. My reasoning derives from his duties as sidekick and fill-in host. If he actually has talent, another radio gig will no doubt materialize. I just think he rode your coattails and won't be in demand. So far, after a few days, the show seems fine, says Alan. What would you say? Does the show seem fine? Seems okay to me. Today went by fast. Yeah. Did it go by fast? Yeah, it seemed like a pretty quick day. Roger Areege in Sunrise says the conspiracy theorist would say the real reason George was canned was because they, corporate ass clowns at QAM, are really trying to get rid of you. They were hoping that firing George might cause you to walk, and perhaps given that you quit, they wouldn't have to fulfill the terms of the contract, whereas directly canning you would cost them a lot of money. Otherwise, I just don't get it. What has ever had George ever done but worked hard to make this show work? Surely his salary was not an issue, or is it just personal? Surely his salary was the issue, so they claim. Oh, yeah. Money, honey. Anyway, since that ploy didn't work, watch your back. They'll probably try to fire you for some violation so they don't have to pay you. And finally, I want to say, I've listened to QM for about ten years now. I've never been so disgusted as with this treatment and abandonment of one of the truly good guys around. Fuck all... Oh, oh. Oh, it's a good thing I got that. Yeah, Can you because, believe I did that because you know what? I don't think uh, I have a dump button in here. Oh, I do. Good. I hit it twice. Yeah. F, F all the management of QAM. I read it. <laughs> I heard I it. Can't, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> and, then, and you don't have a dump button there? If there's one in here, I don't know where it's at. Well, you heard it online anyway. Yeah. See, that's one of the great benefits of listening online. Little bonus. Wow. I can't believe I did that. Can you? <laughs> no. Must have, you must have almost fallen off that chair. I did. I was trying to look for a dump button. I'm like, oh, we're on our own now. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm sure hoping this one works. We'll How find out. Know? We'll find out if it didn't, trust me. Well, I'm sure of that. <laughs> Sean says, can't believe Joe Bell just sent the email about how great you and Flea sound. That's completely unprofessional and insensitive. This was, this was toward the end of the show on Friday. On top of him getting into a toxic correspondence with a college kid, is it possible he's melting down a bit? Could be, on his, could be he be on his way out? A toxic correspondence. How do you like that? Hmm. Think he's starting to crumble. Ho- hope so. That way m- maybe we can schedule some ads on your station. Well, first, you'd have to lose that tired sports parody product that you run the rest of the day. That moron got rid of the only other original talent on QM that might lure in more advertisers. Now advertising agencies who want to advertise to the sports crowd can bid all the sports stations against each other. Way to go, Joe, says Sean. Sean don't sound too happy. No. I think he would say the F word, too, if he had the chance. So what's the deal? Did we find out from anybody? If they listened in the building, we'd know. Uh, Well, I just got a a, uh, text from my wife, and she said that went out on the air. No. How is that possible? I hit the dump button three times. I don't know. It was oh. fleeting, though. It was a fleeting one. It was what? Fleeting. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't add the last two letters, I don't think. How, how is that possible? I went on the air when I hit the dump? Don't tell me this dump button doesn't work now. It is a good possibility that it does not. I need to find out because that is a major problem. No kidding. You have to be kidding me. Your wife said that that went on the ear. Yep, she just texted me. I hit that dump button as hard as anybody could hit it three times. It was just weird. Just to make triple sure. Because when you hit it, I, hear, I heard something like vibrating in my headphones. Well, what does that mean? I don't know. I assumed that that meant
3: it was working. You what? I assumed that because it was making a noise in my headphones that the dump actually worked. But apparently it did not.
1: Oh, some jackass here says stop with the um, Pontiac commercials. I think those are great. I think that's fun. Oh, Maria says sell now. This is for you. Okay. Hello, Mr. Rogers. What I'm about to say might surprise you and your listeners. I typically don't make recommendations other than it's a buying opportunity. However, to preserve my reputation with you and your listeners today is a true selling opportunity. The Obama bounce has run its course. I believe over the next couple of months we'll see some downward pressure in the stock markets. Uh There's Maria with that pressure again. For you, sir, that might be good news because that will cause the dollar to strengthen against the loony. More good news will be the temporary weakness in crude oil, which will cause the loony to weaken more. So to you and your listeners, sell into the day's strength. Take the profits that you made during the Obama bounce. Best regards, Maria B. More good news. I found the dump button in here. Yeah, too late now. Yeah, it's a little far from here, too. Rob Walker just pointed it out to me. Oh, it's Phil kind of says far. it went on a year, but it came across as F. Oh, oh really? I see. Okay. It chopped the uh, last two letters off. I don't... Yeah. But if I have, if you're going to use your potty mouth again, I found the dump button. Oh, you want me to say it again? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Holy cow. Wow. <laughs> haven't done that in a long time. I had to dump myself. In fact, i got to go do a good dump right now, I think. Okay. Holy moly! Yeah, I joiced a little. Did you? Yeah, a little bit. You dropped a little uh, joist in your pantaloons. Little Hershey squirt. Oh no! Well, thank God it's almost two o'clock, and I would say other than
4: we focus on local sports talk. That's why we are South Florida sports leader.
5: Five sixty. U A M.
4: It's oh day-
5: Miami
0: Town at 560-WQAM.